Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the newest episode. 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 Yeah, we're already messing Starting up here. off with a bang here. I am uh, taking Travis's job tonight and hosting for you guys, at least a little bit. I told him uh, that his job is easy, so we're gonna try to figure it out. Well, you screwed up like the third word in, so we're we're starting off good here. Yep, we're starting off great. So, <laughs> welcome everyone. We are on show one sixty nine. Giggity, giggity goo. <laughs> yep. Um, we are here and presented by TLR Coatings. Been here with us from the start. And also uh, on board with us tonight at Premier Custom Trailers. Do you need a trailer? Commercial or residential? Premier Custom Trailers has what you need. They work with the best manufacturers in the industry and specialize in all your trailer needs. Sales, service, parts, or rentals. They do it all. What do you think about that, Justin? It's nice. It is nice. I get my trailer in August. You get your tra trailer in August? Yeah. Yep. Travis is picking up a trailer. You should, too. They are at PremierCustomTrailers.com, located five Dot minutes com. south of Kalamazoo on US 131 in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. You're doing well so far. You Keep going. That? Yeah. Okay. Dude, you're doing great. Also Keep going. on board, our newest show sponsor, Golf Clap. BC Pizza on board with us. Thank you to Pizza Patrol Justin over here. <laughs> so thank you, Justin. Um, get yourself some BC Pizza if you are in the Michigan area. Have you guys spread into different states yet? Uh, we have one in Georgia. Georgia? Yep. Okay. Yep, so Georgia like listeners out there, go to BC Pizza. Mention Justin Hartzell from Plainwell, Michigan, and you will get a discount. That's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I, well... If, if somebody makes it to the Georgia BC pizza, I'll be shocked. So that's why I threw that out there. I mean, maybe. We got all people right. all over, man. Yeah, well, I like it. Take What's a picture. Song? Take I a picture. Send it in. Hose. So uh, also, on board, hose. <laughs> in also on board, uh, okay. JT Cycle out of Battle Creek, Michigan. Uh, I personally know these guys for quite a while. I used to work there myself. Um, Gas Gas, Husqvarna, Suzuki, which is kind of fizzling out. Uh, Echo Lawn Equipment, Gravely Lawnmowers. See, this they, is way better because you know all the shit they have. I don't know this. Yeah, they, they get you taken care of uh, in all realms. If you want to trim up the side of your track, for for instance, get yourself a weed whacker and a dirt bike all in one. DeWalt cordless. Uh, DeWalt's junk. Um, Seems there's a DeWalt on the table right now. Works yep. pretty good for me. Yep. So uh, JT Cycle out in Battle Creek, Michigan. Um, give those guys a ring if you're looking for a Husky, Gas Gas, Woods, Trials, Beta, forgot about beta even. A um, little bit of everything over there, so check those guys out. Um, and then also on board with us is the Dirt Bike Depot. The Dirt-BikeDepot.com. Look at him go. He's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you're looking for gently used equipment, go ahead and get over to the website there. Um, Tech 10s, old pro gear. Um, even for our collectors out there, like myself, who like to collect some jerseys. Did you and buy stuff. a Time Master Pool gear set? 
I did not see that one, but I did see all the Bowers ones that people jumped on. So no, I didn't see the Bowers stuff. The, they did the he had all the Master Pool stuff from last year oh. on there. Some like, star stuff. Week. Yeah. Wow. I, w- I wish I would have saw that. I probably would have scooped one maybe. But it might still be there. I'll check. Just keep okay. reading. I'll well, check. For all you Jersey collectors out there, I know Brad Russell. I think is the um, Jersey collector that watches the show. Oh boy, you can ask me. And I don't. I, I think you. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I believe it's Brad. He's got an awesome collection. Um, so if you want to check out some of his stuff too, um, yeah, it'd be cool to go over there and like do a do a walkthrough of his collection. I, th- I think that shit's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, again, thank you guys for those that are supporting. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, interact with us a little bit um, because you know what it is. Sharing is caring, and growing, growing is showing. And growing is showing. We got to so, get that on a shirt. Yeah, we should. So, like, subscribe. Co- comment um it helps us and and ultimately it helps you helps us bring you good stuff helps you helps us help you it's a domino effect it is that's what it is It's just actually like a domino effect of a revolving door yep so uh if you don't want to support us on youtube uh we are also on soundcloud apple podcasts my favorite spotify and uh google podcasts so and tiktok coming soon and maybe some TikTok action coming soon. We need some help with that. So if anybody's um, interested. Uh, yeah. for, the, for the guy that applied for that already, I don't have TikTok, so I couldn't look at it. And Cole hasn't looked at it yet. So we're, well, we're working I, on it. Yeah, we're not I, ignoring you. We're just I, working on it. I would like it. to do it. It's just, like I said, it's it's a lot of work for it is. for some of the other stuff that we have. We're not doing this full time or, or whatever. There's we're a Marshall w- Welton jersey on here now. Is Ooh, there? From yeah, Ooh, Canada? Michigan Zone. From P- from PC Cowie? I don't know. Oh, from so. Canada. Oh, okay. And Canadian then, yeah, there's Cowie. still some Bowers stuff on here, too. Is there? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Um, oh, never mind. Right well, into Welton jersey's out of stock. Okay. Ooh. The well, Bauer, there's still four sets of Bauer gear. Kaite, Laboka. Let me finish up here. All right, dude. Keep talking. It's fine. It feels good having some authority. It's fine. Just keep going. Yeah, that's, authority that's, over here. it's not going to last long. So uh, speaking of, we'll, we'll hear what the people say. Maybe, the, maybe they're going to be Maybe right. they want you to. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll yeah. let the people speak. a nice speak. change. Uh, oh, nice change. We already got one on board here. Don't look Rude. at me. I don't care. I'll be the asshole who just sits here and gives his opinion and then leaves. Yeah. You can um, set the gear up, too. Yeah. So <laughs> That's a good um, point. while we're on the topic of social media, TikTok, uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, Travis has been up in the game there a little bit, sharing some cool videos. Doing my best. Doing the best. Again, my over best there, life. comment, interact with us. Um, and then on Twitter. Uh, Twitter's been a little dead lately. I'm, I'm, literally, I'm just out on Twitter lately. Uh, but once the season fires back up, um, I'll be Twitter tweeting from the race, and if I'm not live, it'll be the day after. So. Two weeks, boys and girls. Two weeks. Two weeks. So. Me and Justin over here sweating our balls off trying to grow this, and you're just over here dicking around. I do. I I tweeted like two things out this week, and they got more hits than anything. So. All right. Well, fine. That's so all right. Well, the growing is showing. There we go. It uh, is showing. And, and also, once the motocross season gets started, we're going to be bringing a, another podcast to you guys. And I will be on board with that one. And Justin will be on board, so it'll be good. Yep. It'll be a lot more fun. Yep, be back to back to doing that. Yeah, back, little to, back to schooling you both outdoors. I'm gonna paddle your asses. Don't you boys worry. Uh, I don't know. I like having Justin in my back pocket because he follows <laughs> the amateur guys a little quick closer yeah, and quicker you see than that? you see that. Yeah, paddle that ass, baby. Yeah, don't we'll you worry. See, we'll see, buddy. So I yeah, hope you like uh, it rough. Yeah, if you like some shit talking, <laughs> giggity. One sixty nine. 
Show 169. Show 169. Here we go. Uh, Six so, to nine. So, yeah, uh, check out that fantasy podcast when we get that back rolling. Um, there'll be some banter on there. It should be pretty good. We and need to, We need to set a goal for us to go uh, one, two, three and, you know, actually – you know, dominate win our league. Yeah, <laughs> our oh, own league. As far as well, fantasy goes, too, uh, the dude that finished third place there in the league, I think he actually did, finished fourth because I was second or third. Did he message finally? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard anything from him. Oh, okay. this is cool. I got no service down here, so that's yeah, sweet. Yeah, I just realized that and, and prizes. So while we're getting into that topic as well, we are going to have some prizes. So, yep. I just I just realized that since we've had a league, we have uh, we have none of us have actually won the league yet. It's pretty oh, sad. Yeah, yeah, that is it. interesting. I was second. Yeah, but it's not winning. I don't. Second's care. the first loser. That's still pretty fun. Good. <laughs> Listen, if you're not first, you're last. Look, so. motherfucker. Considering you couldn't even finish the whole goddamn season. <laughs> I had season, to work. Never you, mind. I don't want to quit get early. I don't yeah, want to so. quit early. Yeah, well, you know, I pulled a Matt Wyman. Yeah, quit early. Yeah, pulled a Matt Wyman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So today we're going to be covering the 450 class coming into the outdoor season. Um, quite a bit to talk about. There's a. Uh, not really a favorite guy, in my opinion, let's for just, this title. Before we get started on so, that, oh let's boy. just apologize. First off, the show... Well, actually, we're recording this on a Monday night. Oh, yeah, the yeah. show is supposed to come out tomorrow, but it's actually not going out till next week. Well, that makes sense, too. It's the week before, so... Because yeah, so next show. week, we're not... The week before the race, we're not recording a show because I have enough videos in the in the old tube here that we don't need to uh, okay. record way, a show. My schedule will be back to normal, so this is the one and only time. Yeah, okay. plus Justin's yeah. out for next Sunday, too, so we're just going to not do a show, take the weekend off. It'll be nice. Yeah. Um, and before we get started on that, I want to oh, rant. Yeah, this, this hang show. on, hang on. With me, as always, <laughs> wow, usual host of the show, Woody Woodpecker, a.k.a. Travis Ridenauer. How do you get Woody Woodpecker? Because you're your looking hair. like a Woody Woodpecker your last hair. year. You look like, oh, still you are. Look, like the early 2000s. I got a couple, te- I gotta I got a couple texts that thought my comment was pretty funny. So From who? Wyman. Wyman. <laughs> a couple texts. <laughs> just one, guy. actually. Just one guy. <laughs> you just look at that thing. Looks like a dunce cap. We're good. Things. We're fine. Everything's normal. And to my left-hand side over here, Justin Pizza Patrol. Hartzell. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Oh, man. You guys know what? This is the second week in a row. I forgot to put the number plates on the wall. All right. So, oh. anyways, so this, this show, this. before we get going with the point of this, is going to take a real hard left for about 10 minutes. Why? Is there, you know what's coming? 10 minutes. That's all you got, buddy. I know you run the show, but you got 10 minutes. All right. Go. So, hey, hey, and shh. Don't, don't say anything. Go. Don't forget also, we got Coach Rob coming on later. Yes. What time is Coach coming on? Uh, sometime 7.30-ish is here. Is Chris coming on? No, Chris is coming on the, oh, the Paula, Paula show. show. The first round. Okay. Yes. All right, so you got 10 minutes. Let's go. I'm hosting. I should know that. <sighs> yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go. All right, so I want to rant. 10 minutes. Uh-oh. About this MX Sports video thing. It's 6.44. I shouldn't even have sent that to him, should I? Oh, no, I'd have found out anyway, number one. Number two... We're not applying for that because they can go fuck themselves. Like, literally, they can go fuck themselves. Y'all want to be some fucking not like, dude, we're, I'm probably going to have a fucking poster at the race. Do not let this guy in. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> but, like, are they going to put a picture of a woodpecker, you think? Hopefully they get it with this fucking hair, dude. You should so die looking like red. a baller. Hey, hey, what, what's our subscriber count right now? 1,500? No, we're th- we're almost 14. We're like 1390-something. Right. Share, share, and share. If we get to 1,500 subscribers, 
Travis will dye his hair red like Woody the Woodpecker for Redbud. That's never going to happen. <sighs> for Redbud? All right, cool. Yeah, if we get to 1500 I'll get dyed red for Redbud. Yes, did you sir. Say 1490? 14 what? 1390? Yeah, so we need 110. Yeah, yeah I could see that happening. In the next six weeks? Yeah, you're going to regret that. That's okay. Okay. Or do you want to go 1800? Why are you just trying to make it so no, it we'll get to 15. 15 1500. Fine. I'm not <laughs> okay. that worried about it because I'll get it dyed red. I'll make sure I use. I, I'll have uh, no. This ain't no wipe out the next day kind of red. We're talking. Well, no. We're talking rocks and red that fades to pink. Well, no. We'll do. We'll do it red and. Uh, but we'll use a cheaper dye that doesn't stay forever. Kev's gonna get up here and go, bro. What That's fine. I don't care. All right. All right. So, like, hey, I lost a bit. So you got nine minutes now. <laughs> So I'm so mad about this MX Sports video thing, okay? These motherfuckers want to come in. They want to think they, they want to control all the video rights to, the, to every fucking thing that's going on. And have you listened? Did you listen to the Cooksey and the Coach show today? Because they talked about this shit, With too. Hopper. With Hopper. Oh, they had. I didn't look, listen to this. Oh, one man. So they were, they were talking about it, and they brought up lots of good points. Like, all these privateers that do the video stuff, they also have to apply for this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess they're all pretty okay. But then you get some shows like Cooksey and the Coach. You get shows like us. Anybody who basically says anything they don't like, clippy, clippy. And it's fucking bullshit. It's absolutely fucking bullshit. They cannot take criticism. Feld actually does a better job than MX Sports at taking criticism. Mm-hmm. And it's just bullshit that they're doing this crap. Well, they even told Cooksey when he applied for it, whoever, he called him dips, dipshit. Brandon, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon they, <laughs> yes, he, they did. They told or cooks when he was applying for one. Uh, they said, "Well, and actually, it's on when you uh, apply for." They one. called Cooksey a dipshit. No, no Cooksey dip- called Brandon the guy who, uh, pat, you know, he hands out the passes. But they told him, and now that's actually part of the application. That is this helping grow pro motocross? That's part of it. You have to check the box for is your video content going to help grow pro motocross? Yeah, it's fucking like, stupid. What do you think any of these videos are doing? Or trying to do. Yeah, we're you all trying to grow idiots. it. Like that makes no it's help we're, yeah, these is, the YouTube people and the and the social media people are doing more for pro motocross as far as helping and getting it out there I, than I they are. I agree. That's the stupidest shit. When I saw that was the one thing my biggest takeaway from all that. That was the one thing that I go when I'm sitting there watching I'm going, "Are you kidding me?" All the other stuff Let's be real. We kind of already knew it, but yeah. that that bothered me. Like, are, what do you think we're doing? You well, think we're dude, just again, it's, dedicating our time. It's to just, just fucking... a way for them to monopolize yeah. the video content that's going out, and it's fucking dumb. It's absolutely fucking stupid. So basically, when you fill that out, so let's say I'm Jeff Walker. You know, he's going to sign it. He's yeah. going to want to do it. Yep. Now that basically hands the ownership rights over to MX. Exactly, Sports, yeah, you have to. That ad- is exactly yeah. it. You have to adhere to everything that they do. And if and the thing is too, when you sign it, if they don't like your content when they screen it, they can take it down at any time. Really? Yeah. Like, I have the same. I have the same comment so I, for I them. Mean, that like I'd, Jeff and Kenton's our own stuff like that. They won't have a problem with. But you know who's prob- not liking probably it, you know none I mean? of the riders will have a problem with it no. because most of them are pretty PG. Does, like does they Team don't Fried get, get screened. They don't get riled up. Team Fried will get screened for sure. Team Team but Fried will get screened, but it doesn't. More, well, they have. More I don't well, think so. No, it dude, doesn't matter. They got way bigger. They got a huge following. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter with Team Fried because they're not out there like basically blasting. Well, they also MX Sports. They, they just blast the AMA. They also aren't at every race either. Yeah, uh, they try to be. Tom, Tom Jornet is at every race. They're yeah. gonna, they're going to be at Red Bud. But see, well, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> let's face but it, see, they're going to the be though, at Red Bud. Here's yeah. the thing, though, and we talked about this off air with like because Kev too, another person that that's how he makes some of his money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now 
we do agree that it's unlikely that his stuff will, but let's just say for the sake of this argument that they don't like something that he does. Yeah. This is absolutely screwing everybody mm-hmm. in those guys. Are you kidding me? You post like what? Five, six videos. You know, you hoping you're going to get a couple hundred thousand views or what off of it. And they're just like, no, we don't like three of your videos. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? So now you're not only not paying these fucking guys to get to the next race. Now you're taking away the only other revenue. Yeah, that only they other have. revenue stream they have. Yeah. So now you just don't want them to show up. Like, are we just getting rid of the point that we only want factory guys there and say, fuck the privateers? Because let's be real. This is who this hurts more than anybody. Dude, just be yeah. like MXGPs. We'll have like 10 dudes on the gate. Yeah, no big it's deal. Gonna be, it's going to be, gonna be fine. Fact. It's going to be anybody who's on a team. And if you're not on the team, well, then fuck you. You don't matter. Don't worry. There's, That's how it's always been. There's yeah, be, but now there, it's getting worse, though. Yeah, like Here's, even like Redbud, like when my parents worked pro pits and stuff like yeah. that, all the privateer guys were there on time, right when the gate opened, and they said, and we're radioing through, get the privateers off the road. They're holding them up. They're holding up the factory semis. Mm-hmm. Like, why not let the fucking privateer guy that was there on time yeah. in the fucking pits? And, and the thing that a lot of people don't realize, especially if you're just a casual mm-hmm. fan, is... Let's be clear. At least over here, the privateers are what actually allow the racing to happen. Like, if you mm-hmm. just banked off of the factories going, th- there wouldn't be an outdoor series. There wouldn't be Supercross. Like, no, they make the, more the, money. The privateer out- guys, like, they have a real shot at making an outdoor main. Yeah. Like, who was it? Remember when, remember when Scott Champion got, like, he had a couple good finishes outdoors and he really got it on the scene. He started getting more rides. And they did it. They followed him around. Scott Champ. Lance yeah. loves Scott Champ. Yeah. Well, he's a, I mean, he's a bad dude. Like, <laughs> But anyways, my point is, is he was talking about how, you know, the one year he tried to do nationals when he was on that Honda 250F when he was 152 and how much he struggled that whole year. And when he actually came down to it, he only made a thousand dollars at the end of the year because the rest of the money that he made was sleeping in his fucking. And once again, this is nothing that people like us don't know. But for the viewers that don't know this, he slept in his fucking van the whole entire year in the back of Walmart parking lot. Mm -hmm. And everything that he made at each race, because he was a top 20 guy that year, Mm -hmm. basically made he made that paid to go to the next race so he didn't make dick at the end of the yeah, year. yeah well that's because all the money's going in mx sports pocket yeah and then. cooksy cooksy and them talked about this okay and so i mean obviously we can talk about it well yeah and Hopper. the the contracts that have been floated out there that chris has seen they got to pay a hundred thousand dollars for the national to even get it there yeah, correct. I've yeah. heard that before. $100,000. Yep. I've heard that. Then coach said that he saw that they get a dollar of every ticket. Okay? Yep. So and then they so get the, then they get a percentage of merch too. Yeah, so basically with that being said, motocross tracks aren't making dick on it. The only reason that Redbud does so well or Millville and you're starting to see the other tracks is because you can it. put 30, 40,000 people there. No. Amateur day Thursday, well, amateur, amateur day days, Friday, yes. night track Friday night, yep. night track Saturday well, night, racing on Sunday. Did you know that the Did you know that the tracks have to pay the pros out? Yeah, pay what? Show up money or something? No, the fucking uh, what's it called? The purse. No, oh, the track pays it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm some a, some are probably better than well, others. I don't. Maybe. I don't know if you know this. I mean, it's all. I, I think d- it's all the same. I know you don't, and maybe I didn't know that your parents had worked. So maybe maybe you already know no, this. Hang maybe on, hang could, on. Hold that thought though. No. Look up Verb Moto National Security where they're trying That's to sneak in the pit. funny. They were yeah, down, my mom they, was the one didn't on Redbud. Didn't they do They did it at Redbud, Freestone, and so, Hangtown, So right? the one at Redbud is my mom. Oh, I didn't know that. And she's, my mom's like being a hard ass, like, who's this guy? And like, they were the only ones that actually stopped him. 
<laughs> so shout out. So mom. here's my thing. To, <laughs> Good job, mom. To your point about like MX Sports, like how much money they get from every ticket sold. They're so, not making any money, just an FYI. Well, what I'm going to get to my point is, is that, and I'm not going to name, it doesn't really matter, but I don't want to, the certain track from where we're from, and we just named the name, but I'm not going to say it. Everybody knows. Yeah, Red I know. Bud. I, I don't want to say it, though. I'll uh, say it. I don't give a fuck. I know, I, this, I know this for a fact back in the day. So to like this is the point, though, about how much Epic Sports used to make. Like I said, I don't know about now, but they used to make, if you're talking about they make money off of every ticket, I think it was 2007 or 2008. Redbud that weekend, which I think that was one of our biggest crowds we've ever had, banked over five point five million dollars that weekend. Yeah. So think about that fact of how much MX Sports mm-hmm. made just from the track itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm, that's fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, dude, if you have a good national example like Redbud, you make a bunch of money. Yeah. Like, but it's just such shit that like there's so much of it going to MX Sports instead of. MX doing sports, a profit they, split. They've just monopolized everything. Yeah. Like Loretta Lynn's, that's them. And it pisses me off. Not that they've monopolized I, the racing. Man, that's I believe, fine. is part of that yeah, situation, yeah, too. That's, that's fine. But, that's Coombs. But we need to do a better profit share. We need to be able to let people do their media content. Like, look, I'm not saying, yeah. hey, if you're out there just completely trashing them for no reason. I get it. Yeah, yeah like like okay cool like that can be that can be policed by them a little bit but obviously like what we're saying right now this this right here is not getting us that media pass like i kind of want to apply for it just to see if i could get it well i but at the same time they don't own the shit that i do so they can fuck off the crazy thing is too. talk about loretta's before you finish your thought cole Loretta's probably makes more money for them than any other fucking. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, With yeah, how much yeah. fuck? I mean, dude, you got to. Th- I just know how much we used to spend to mm-hmm. go to Loretta's. Oh yeah, and it was over ten grand. Mm-hmm. Because all the people that we had riding for us, all the different classes, different, you know, being down there, parts, all the bikes we had down there, over ten grand. And you're talking about us, which our best finish for our guys at the time. We got a couple top tens. Well, here's and that the, was it. Here's another thing. Okay, if the purse is paid out by the track, where do the entry fees go? You Why mean, are these guys having to pay to race? Oh, you mean the the entry fees for the national? Where yeah, they go? it's like two hundred thirty bucks on it or something. So two hundred thirty bucks. I mean, I figure you got eighty dudes that sign up. I got I got to figure for at least the way the Richies handle things. It's probably going back into their uh, their equipment. They got baller equipment. Yeah, they do. Which once again, I'm not shitting on the Richies at all. Tim Richie, in my opinion, and this is not a knock at Amy, but Tim. Is one of the best track owners in the world, in my opinion. The what he does for people is insane. I don't know how these other, but that's the thing, though. I got to imagine that, that most of their shit is probably just going back into the track. Because yeah. let's be real, like the money. Well, do remember when they got the water truck update? When they got that fucking big ass? What was it? Uh, what they pull the the chisel plow with? Yeah, um, yeah, the tractor? Yeah, the big one. What is it? Yeah, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't it's know insane. About it's one of the most expensive ones you could buy. Yeah, but but here's the thing: who gets the entry fee? Like. Does MX Sports get the entry fee, or does fucking Redbud get the entry fee? Like I don't know, I'm, MX Sports does. Like I'm super. Because you sign it, up through MX Sports yeah, website. Yeah, okay. It's true, it's not a so sport. MX Sports is getting that entry fee. So there's another twenty grand they're pulling in per weekend. Well, even we figured just that uh, 125 All Star race that mm-hmm. they were doing for shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. I think it was a hundred bucks to sign up for that. It was either fifty or a hundred. There's a. a five grand to let dudes go out and yeah not well, you also got to remember too another way the tracks are making money though is is because if you're a vendor and you're set up mm-hmm. at least this is how it used to be you 
you had to pay to do it. Yeah, like it's a. It's oh, like, it's still, still the same thing. Okay, so, so yeah, so the tracks are making money off that. Yeah, too. well, so before when I was trying to set up to be a vendor there for the coatings yeah. at Redbud, I was like shocked at how much it was. I was like, holy shit, you got to be kidding me! Mm-hmm. Now knowing what I know, I'm like, well, that fucking makes sense because yeah. fucking probably MX Sports doesn't have their fingers in that. Redbud's like, oh, at least we can recoup some of our money here. And then it's also it keeps going up with how much of a space what you're mm-hmm. trying to sell. Yeah. It's just, it's unfucking believable And like I said, monopolizing the fucking, People the media that's coming out about it is unfucking believable Oh, it's going to get, it's going to get to the point, though, with, I mean, not our show right now, but once again, we're just another people with Cooksey and Coach, with Johnny Hopper, Jeremy Hammer is going to cover it, you know, Jace is going to cover it eventually, all mm-hmm. these, it's these all private, the, like, outcast media people. But, but eventually, think about it, eventually, so many fucking people are going to talk about this that it's going to become a problem for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be one thing if it was just Jace, and for anybody that doesn't know, Jace McElpain, Gypsy Tales, if he was just the guy talking about because you know Did you hear him just nail his name perfectly? Like, first and last name. Like, I wouldn't even attempt that last name. I was going to say Micklepain or something. Anyways, you know that Mathis will never talk about it because... (laughs) Absolutely not. But, like, say Jace did it or whoever, it'd be one thing. Okay, one guy. But if you get the whole kit and caboodle, everybody Mm -hmm. talking about it, now you're going to start making issues for MX yep. Sports. And guess what? That's how fucking change is going to happen. Yep. Because they're not going to get away with doing this for very long now that this is becoming more of an issue. Well, so we can sit up here and say that, oh, you know, we're nothing, we're not, but we're just another people that are talking about it. Yeah. So yep. eventually, if it starts going around and around, you think that Davey and Tim Cotter and all them are going to want to have all this fucking heat coming down on them? Hell I mean, no. I had a bad feeling when we started the year with the new AMA rule of you couldn't have the GoPro on your helmet. Yeah, which, by the way, is the stupidest. It's the dumb fucking rule. And I'm going to, ar- like, dude, just wait because I'm going to argue the fuck out of that the first time I go to race and they tell me I can't. Well, but even goes back to when Chad had that uh, the 360. Yeah. yeah, the 360. And they're like, oh, take it. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Which, by the way, also they talked about the whole thing with where Chad's money came from, where his money didn't, like, when he had his team going with discount yeah. tire. And Coach brought it, where'd that money go? Mm-hmm. What, what the fuck happened with there, with the CBD thing? When yep. He did the whole censored thing, which, by the way, I'm not a Chad Reed fan, but to this day, that was still the funniest fucking thing. It was shit. the best thing ever. I loved it. Um, my point is, is that eventually, if this keeps happening, MX Sports is not just going to be able to, like, push this under the rug. And I know that Cooksey is blowing a lot of this stuff out, mm-hmm. and he's making it possible, and people are listening to him. Love that guy. But eventually, they're, let's be real, they're not going to be able... Because our sport is still not that big. You can't just hide shit like this. No. We're not like Formula One or NASCAR where you can just be yeah, like, and look, go in the corner. I think that's what it is, though, is it's kind of like they know the power of YouTube and social media and stuff like that, and they don't want shit getting out. Mm-hmm. It's like the fucking, it's like the U.S. government. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that? And his video the one time when he said they sucked, when Anderson did the video with Cooksey. Yeah. Saying it, the AMA sucks or whoever. Fe- mm-hmm. I mean, he called suck the, it. He AMA say, can suck it. Yeah, yeah, he didn't say fell, did he? It was AMA. Yeah, it was AMA. Okay, so imagine if, because he has no problem saying it, and we know Ando don't give a shit. No. So could you imagine that if a video surfaced of somebody like Ken Roxon or Eli Tomac or whoever going out there and talking, be- like, then you really can't sweep that shit underneath the rug. Mm-hmm. No. And like I said, I fully believe that if this keeps getting worse, it's going to happen. And they are going to be forced to change, which is something we need because the power that they have, because they know that they're the only fucking series, they can get mm-hmm. away with doing this, that if riders start standing up to them, they know that if the riders start dropping out because of shit like this, they don't have a series. Mm-hmm. They don't make money. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're headed down that road. And I think that there's going to be a real fucking crossroads here soon. I think there's going to be 
some people are going to put their heads together and start another series. I think we need it. We kind of like with with and teams, we it, need new blood. The only thing that's going to like you'll get all the privateer guys, you'll mm-hmm. get all the second tier teams. Yep. The only guys you won't get to go to are the factory, the factory guys. The factory guys. So let all the factory boys race each other. I'd rather go watch Grant Harlan and Grant Jake Harlan and Kevin and John Short. John Short or Chris Blose or yeah, uh, somebody <laughs> on mean, a muck off Honda killing each and, other and for first. Know, to your point about the whole like when you were talking about YouTube, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that happened, that's where you would find that platform. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> and what are they? I mean, here's the thing: the factories aren't going to keep going to those races because number one, the viewership's going to drop off. Number two, the um, if, if if it's done right and there's a profit share through whoever puts on the new series at some point. Yeah. I I, I mean, I got an idea for a series that I would love to do. I mean, these, these factory dudes aren't going to want to do it because it'll grow enough that the, the, the profit share will be more than what they make. You know what it'll be like? It'll be just like over overseas where they have the MXGP, which is basically the big dog, but then each country has their own national series. Like perfect example, Tommy Searle. So he rides for build base Honda. Yep. He doesn't have to do the MXGP series anymore to make money. He does the British series, and he does other these one-off series. Yeah. And he makes more money doing that than he did being a fac- a factory guy mm-hmm. as an MXGP rider. Guys like Harry Kulas, all these different guys that moved away from the MXGP, and they're making more money doing their whatever country they're from's national yep. series. Uh, We're going to have that. Yeah. Have, have you ever – you know that Grid Life Festival down in South Haven? Oh, yeah. I would love for an event. Uh, very similar to that, but with motocross. Mm-hmm. You have the concert. You was drive it, in. What What was that one in in? Uh, it's in the Netherlands. Monster Energy sponsored it. It's at a sand track. Uh, Josh Hill went over and did it. Uh, Josh Hansen always went and did Hansen, it. Too. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'd have to look. I'd have to look into that because I didn't watch a lot of that. But well, there's some Dirt but, Shark videos. But on didn't it. they have? That's basically it, what you're talking about, though, right? Is it Stuttgart? Well, well here's, like no, here's what I would do. So, Grid Life is set up. They have a car show. Yep. Have an old bike show. Yeah. Bike builds are huge right now. Vintage, have all your vintage guys bike show. Yep. yep. Have your bike build show, your whatever class, 2010 on up, 2010 mm-hmm. on back, whatever. Let people wander through there. Yep. General admission. People are going to enjoy that like a car show. Yep. Then you have the track. Yep. You do time attack events is what they do. Yeah. You could mesh that into moto. You know there's going to be some guys out there laying it on the line for a hot lap if there's something on the line. Yep. And then from there, dash for cash race. Let's do one 35-minute moto and winner-take-all kind of thing mm-hmm. for that day. Yep. And then they bring in drifters. Let's bring in a jump show, freestyle, backflip guys, Zwart whatever. Zork cross. Zork qu- cross. Zork yes, cross. that's, that's what it. it. Yep. 100,000 people were at that. Do moment. that. Mm-hmm. And then when the sun goes down, there's a giant stage in the back. There's yep. a f- music festival. What yep. do people love? Dirt bikes and fucking music. Yep. And naked women. Oh, Jesus. And, and I, it depends on the type of music, but at Grid Life, it's EDM genre. Yeah, yeah. But you could, you, you could, could do pull, fucking anything. You with could moto. pull that together. You could pull in. There are plenty of very good bands in the motocross. Mm-hmm. Florida Georgia Line. I say well, you, you get all kinds of country girls that have nothing to do with fucking motocross. There. Mm-hmm. Who's the one dude that you said is uh, buddies with Kenny that was at Bucks? Uh, I actually rode with him at Martin Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so his name's Justin Hills. And, what's and the band he's the bass guitarist for Sleeping with Siren. Yeah, there you go. they are fucking massive in the UK. 
they've been on tour with a day to remember the amity affliction yep um he's buddies with um the guy from state champs who's buddies with uh adam Centurlo. okay mm-hmm. um like right there there you go i mean that could be a possible connection into music and having that stuff go on you know what i mean yeah people it's pretty much three genres it's punk it's hip-hop and country yeah yeah but like i said at that event in Swart Class, they were pulling in a hundred thousand people. Yeah, and it was literally like just a big party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's and, the thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's what thing. I'm saying. And you're gonna draw those people in, that, like a Josh Hansen. Yeah, a Josh Hill. Well, you're gonna draw super talented riders in. Yeah, you might be able to get some teams on board that'll take it seriously, but I mean, also you're s- getting people there for the party festival atmosphere, like Redbud does. Yeah. And there's gonna be a good percentage that walk away enjoying the sport and wanting to learn more Which, about it mm-hmm. let's be real a lot of these privateers they could be like all right we're gonna go make money today i'm gonna go do my job i'm gonna go do these motos or whatever and then i'm gonna crack a beer with the fans afterwards yeah mm-hmm. and it'd be just like what they say with the canadian nationals it's a more relaxed environment yep there's not all this pressure you're making more fucking money you're bringing in other outside sponsors yeah i mean i'm i'm gonna be honest with you like i seriously see you and eventually this is it's going to happen in this country yeah i, I mean like yeah, it's going to suck not having Kenny or Tomac or one of those guys there, but maybe they just say, fuck it. I'm going to make more money going doing this and well, having fun. And let's be real. like, so. you, If you're going to get privateers, even if you scale back the motos to 25-minute motos or whatever, you're going to have those privateers definitely pushing all the way to the end, giving it every last ounce they have yeah. because now they realize, oh, I have a chance to make more money because I'm not, instead of battling for 25th yep. and getting 200 bucks. I'm battling for first or second, and I'm getting a couple thousand, five, ten, whatever. Yeah. Yep. I just, I, I, I think it'd be great because other countries do it, and we just, we don't have the people and the outside resources yeah. to do it. But now that all this is, there's a reckoning coming. I, mm-hmm. I like, I would love to get a hold of him, and I know how I could get a hold of the guy that actually started Grid Life. So I hmm. used, to, you remember the Jabays? Yes. Howard Jabay, Travis. Tyler, right? Tyler yeah, was on there? Uh, I think so. Tra- I, re- yeah, I raced with Travis. Travis. Yeah, um, Tyler was the younger one. A middle one, probably. Middle one, okay. And yeah. then Howard, he's been to Loretta's yep, yep. years and years on end. Yep. Done pretty um, well, too, I think. Yeah. So I was at a, a car event with drifting and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, Time Attack or whatever, and there was a Jamay Motorsports trailer there, and I texted him. I was like, what the hell is this, dude? And he's like, well, my cousin actually started Grid Life. Hmm. No shit. And... uh It'd be cool to maybe like bounce that idea off him, you know what I mean, and see if there's anything that could come from it. But what I really love about Grid Life as well is go look at their media package and marketing package. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I just I think this it's it's only a concept, but I think something like this would it's what we need over here. Yeah. And you know who else would go to events like this? Axel fucking Hodges. Yep. yep. And let's be real. 100%. We all sit here and can have our conversation. You get Monster on board with something like that for sure. think about him as a person, but let's be real. Next to the Deegans, he's the big, biggest marketing guy we have. You know yep. who you get there just to show up? It's just like the Baja Brawl is similar to the event that I'm, I'm just talking yeah. about. Yeah. They got Hodges there. That place was packed to the roof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he did you his bring whole it, vlog thing, yeah. too. Yeah, you bring in him. Because didn't he go from there down to the GNCC in Crawfordsville? I think maybe that's how it all coordinated, yeah. okay. something yep. like that. Yep. Um, but if you pull in one guy like that, mm-hmm. um, he talks about how much fun he has. I can't even fucking talk right now. <laughs> how much fun he has, and he's out in the hills bullshitting with Tyler Beerman or somebody. Beerman and, would be another dude. And then he's like, oh, yeah. that event looks sick. I want to go next Because year. Beerman could still rip for about three laps. <laughs> I mean, legit. Yeah. Like, people forget yeah. how good Tyler was oh, as a rider. Or, or another great guy, Cole Seeley. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. You get Twitch out there. Twitch would go to that shit. Twitch. Vicky you would Golden. Be, I mean, you get, I mean, you do you do a thirty plus hot lap contest or whatever, and Twitch has a, a shot at winning that. You know what I mean? And he's got it. I just I think know, so. we're and you know another person. I know this would be a long shot, but once again, it's right up his alley. Pastrana. Pastrana yeah, shows yeah. up to shit like this all the time. <laughs> I mean, we sit here and laugh, but let's be real. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, like, he goes I think it would one-off. be badass to have a one off event like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it grows just like Grid Life did, it was born here in south haven mm-hmm. now they have one in colorado now they have one in georgia So instead of a 12 round series you'd maybe have a five or six round series spread yeah. it out through the summer maybe into fall yeah and they go to cool ass spots like yeah. you go to i mean you dude, pick you out the coolest to, cities in, in the country you could go to hawaii hawaii has dope ass tracks that they're always trying to find more. Eh, logistically that'd be hard to do it hard. would but they just added uh another qualifier for loretta's there did they really yeah they just did <sighs> really yeah so mm. i mean it's true you're right you are yeah. right but once again Dude, and you fucking go down to Puerto Rico. Like, whatever. Yeah. This would be the fucking stepchild of the National Series. And I think that if you start selling, hey, people, it's a party. Because let's be real. As many years as all of us have been going to Red Bud. It's a party. What, mm-hmm. eight, would you say 80% of the people there aren't even there for moto? No. Nah, like, what, what it used to get yeah, wild. I mean, I mean, you've been to High to Point. Wild. You've yeah. been to other Nationals besides Red Bud. You go to other nationals, the people there actually enjoy motocross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only other national I've ever been to that is just as crazy. It's not as crazy, but it's close. Designation. Well, no, I was going to say on the national. Yeah, Designation is wild, but Unadilla. Really? Unadilla, oh, yeah, Interesting. dude. Interesting. It's fucking wild because you got the old school New York people from the G. But anyways, my point is, <laughs> is you go to Redbud, it's 80% of the people there probably are there to party. They really don't give a fuck about what's going on yeah. on the track because they're drunk before the races even start. Yeah. So even though you could sit here and go, well, that's not core. Well, yeah, whatever. But the thing is, is we're also trying to figure out a way to make money for these mm-hmm. guys that mm-hmm. are busting their ass, and that's the way to do it. Yep. Yeah. And I would, I would, I would be more into yeah. that. Well, I, and just like Grid Life too. Like, there's the way they do their media package, man. It's 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 great. Like their social media is badass. They have live stream with announcers there. Yep. And I mean, it's just. The, the possibilities can go up from there with the the platform you're given for the internet and especially now mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know yeah i think you the youtube way and stuff like that is, is the way right now and then i see like mx sports and stuff they want to stick with this peacock or nbc or something yep why not shoot for like a hulu or something like that you know what i mean i i agree youtube I, hulu anybody I 100% think they should do, yeah, YouTube or something. But yeah. but again, they're not going to listen to us because they're fucking idiots. But like I said, though, yeah. I, I, tr- I truly <laughs> believe this. I like all the other stuff we just said, or is ma- but I truly believe this when I say this. It's going to get to a point where they're going to have to listen. Oh, the yeah. day of reckoning is coming, It's coming. Buddy. So the, all this other shit we just said, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But this, it's going to happen, and they're going to have to come to terms with we're either going to have to make a deal or you're going to lose a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. And they'll go figure They'll all we'll go race in Canada. Yeah. Which will be a thing. They will all go race to Canada, and they'll make more money up there than they do down here. Yep. Yeah. And so it's going to happen. And have more fun, probably, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, That was and, way more than 10 minutes, by the way. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't my fault. Dude, and wasn't then my even fault. more on that event. Like, you could you could tie the Moto Fight Club shit into it and have all the retired guys out there racing. Like, there, there's oh, all dude. kinds of exhibition could race you, stuff you could do. Could mm-hmm. you imagine if somehow they were to pay Stu enough money to come back and just ride? Like, hey... You're not racing. You're just out here doing whatever. We don't have that kind and, of big and dick Stu money. Might go, <laughs> Stu might go. Well, you get those guys there for, let's say, a, a, bet, would do it. a bet shootout or yeah. whatever like that. 
But they're allowed to. Let's say they want to put their balls on the crossbar pad and do oh, the. Be, they wouldn't even and, be close. They'd and do the fast ball. lap yeah. challenge. You Stu out there for for one lap. Hey, bro, you get, I don't know, sixty, seventy k for whatever because you're here. Oh, you know he's just gonna go out and put a heater in, and you'll be like, "What?" Well, the I'm, fuck? I'm just saying, if he wants to enter that event or whatever, I think those guys are confident enough they can still throw down for one lap and be competitive. Well, especially like with Ricky, with him getting looks like he's getting back into shape, he'd mm-hmm. do it. You know, Chad would be all about it because that's right up his alley. Uh, like a, Chad was never a one lap heater guy. No, no, but. I mean it's like an event like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dino, he's going to retire soon. I could see him doing. I'm just saying that I think we're going to get to a point where there's going to be something like this. It's going to go in a conversation with the people that are behind the scenes, like a Mike Grandall. And it's... <laughs> well, maybe maybe we can be the people. I know a team right now that I think that could get it done. Who? Mike Grandall. Oh, Coach yeah. Rob. Yep. Maybe. Get connected with... Uh, get connected with the, the Jabay cousin. Bobby Hewitt. Bobby Hewitt. I mean... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, Something, maybe this gotta, episode will get around and people will hear something's it. Something's got to change, though. That, spir- that just spiraled a lot away from where I was, but it's awesome. It's great, though. Yeah. Because that's where these conversations lead. Yeah. That's how shit gets changed. Mm-hmm. Because even if we're not, we're the smallest about it, all the people we just said, the fact that we're talking about it, the fact that Cooks, everybody's talking about it, you're getting more people talking about it. And all it takes, let's be real, guys, we all know this, all it takes is one person yeah. to look and go, hmm. Let's give it a shot. They got an idea. Let's see what we can make happen. And that's how a lot of shit really gets started. Like, we all know this. Yep. So, I, I don't know. I, but you I, know what I would fucking hate? Hmm. Somebody just to steal the idea and <laughs> not give us any fucking credit. We gotta trademark that shit right Hey, now. man. If they steal it, I'm pointing it out there all the time that we came up with it first. <laughs> yeah, we can scream and fucking kick all we want. We're not getting any benefits we're out like of it. Tra- we're trademark like, idea. This is ours. We're like Mathis with the Nets. What would we call it? Not the Gridlight Festival. What oh, would God. we call it? Guys, we really should get to 450 Talk the gate here. Drop, the Gate Drop Festival? I'm all about it. You like? You, hey, you going to gate drops? This yeah, you going to. <laughs> we got okay. Hey, I heard. I heard a date to remember is going to be there. You going to gate drop? We got. We got some I time to work your, on the you name. You get your wristband yet? <laughs> your wristband. You oh your my god! Stamp? Well, even there, they got people camping and shit, and it's uh, like yeah. Lot. You got your. But stamp anyway, yet? you got your stamp yet? You okay. know what we're actually here for today? For our 450 outdoor preview, bro. Said, that we are. You said coaches on at 7:30. Yeah, ish. Okay. Depends how so long his call goes. It's okay. Uh, He's just jumping in whenever. You want him just to jump in on on. Uh, yeah, he'll just jump in wherever we're at. It's, it's fine. We can get started here. All right. So we have a. Who we got on the list first? Because I don't have the list. You're hosting. Yeah, I am. No, give me that thing. Oh, okay. No, no, he's he's continuing. He's keeping yeah. it rolling here. I'm gonna keep it rolling. I feel like I'm I'm having fun doing this. I'm All alert. right. All right. Go for it, buddy. This is nice. <laughs> you like it? I mean. For right now, yeah, it's all right. I kind of like it, too. That's all right. I mean, it's it's cool to sit here and just be the guy that's just going to talk, give my opinion, and then be out. All right. When we get done, make sure you take everything down because I need to work tomorrow. (laughs) Table goes back over there. You want to hand that note back to him? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, by the way, you need to start showing up about 90 minutes ahead of schedule so you can get this all set up. Oh, You you still want to keep this going? No, I like the factory rider treatment where I just Uh, come in, do the show, show and get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jason Lawrence style? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of Jason Lawrence, I tweeted arrested. this out. This one got, oh, some, got some love. He it just, wasn't it? Isn't it crazy to get on Instagram and see a factory Supercross champion wide open down a four lane highway with a cop chasing him? And he got <laughs> I what? Like this. He got arrested. 
Again? He didn't get arrested. They let him go. Oh, I thought he got arrested. They let his ass go, and he's riding away, and he's like, Team Fried, motherfucker. I like how he put out in, <laughs> his, yeah. I like how he put out in his post. He uh, There was like a picture of him down here and like the cop. The cop, yeah, yeah. And he goes, so if you go in in a full set of gear and you get locked up, and then when you leave, do you just leave the the, the jail in your gear that you went in? <laughs> no, that's what he said. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Well, I'm like, what the fuck? I'll have to try and get him on the show, but uh, I've been chatting with one of the other Tucker reps over in that area, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he's got some pretty good J-Law stories. Oh, boy. I was like, what's J-Law up to? He's like, hey, he's in Florida living with his mom or something. Oh, Jesus. So That's another thing that tells you how his life went. <laughs> who knows? Whatever. Whatever. Let him do better what he than, does. Better than Nico's life. Never never gets old. J-Law stories never get old. Should I, I ask my I my guy. new guy who was his mechanic for some Nico stories? Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of the Nico stories, but there's probably shit that I don't know about. Oh, boy. I'll ask him. I'll no get boy. on his good side. Yeah, anyway. Douche. Anyways. I'm going to have to check some different boxes a, uh, for the, uh, the monetization when we do yeah, that no show. Kids are, no kids are watching <laughs> that show. No. Um, Obviously, uh, we're going to get into the big dogs. We're going to get into the Steel Frame Gang teams, the uh, the KTM Monopoly there. Yep. Um, we're going to get into the big green machines. We're going to get into the red team. Ride red. Blue crew. Uh, yeah, blue crew. All the above. Monster money. All the factory boys. Yes, we are going to talk about them. But first, we have a few outliers. Yep. And uh, one guy here, first guy off, actually, I think is going to actually surprise some people and be consistently in the top ten. You want to you say who it is? You going to say the name? Do you guys have any guesses? I already know. We know. We made the list. Oh, yeah, we made the list, man. <laughs> Five minutes before you guys already you got looked here. at it? We no, made I, it before you I already you know what you're talking about if you're starting with a privateer. <laughs> you guys are weenies. Fact. We made the list. <laughs> How are we weenies? We made the list, dude. Uh, Fildo Nicoletti. Fildo Nicoletti. <laughs> Why has everybody got to be a dildo to you? Factory Phil Nicoletti. You, you, my, don't, you don't want to know. My <laughs> Italian buddy. What are you doing in your spare time, bud? What do you mean? Never mind. Never mind. Anyways, you got factory. what I was saying, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. I sell it. Right. Factory, <laughs> factory fill on a Club MX Yamaha. No, this ain't no factory fill anymore. This no. is this is Fildo. No, let's go with filthy. Filthy? Yeah, he's always gonna be filthy or mad. Just mad Phil. Mad Phil. Mad yeah. Phil. Angry mad Phil. Phil. Does he take somebody but, out at any point this year? I I estimate at least fifteen throat slit uh, gestures. I definitely think he gets upset with somebody. I don't know who it's gonna be yet. You think top ten though, huh? I'm thinking right around that ten mark. Let me ask you guys this. If he gets a start, how long does he hold Coop off for before Coop gets around him? It's not going to be long. I don't think very long. Because he said that if he gets a start in front of Coop, Coop's not getting by him. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. Like, every video that I've seen of them doing motos at club, like, March Banks is walking away from him. Well, yeah. But March Banks is a kid, bro. He hasn't seen God enough times I also think Phil's yet. more of a, a gamer. He is. He, he's, not a, he's never really been a, a one-lap heater guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be good. I mean, I think... I'm 10 to 15 all day. I'm with you on that. <sighs> I think 10... He didn't do Supercross. This man, I think this 10, man though, podiumed before and I know, I know. But I think that the this, once again, the field is very strong this year. I think 10 is a little ambitious. Nah. Uh, I could name 10 guys that I don't think he's going to beat. I mean, you Dude, can, it's Phil, bro. I understand that, but it's been a while since he's raced the Nationals. And, I mean, he didn't even win in Canada all the time. Just saying. I get what you're saying. I don't, and I don't have a problem yeah, with Phil. I go, I go, yeah, shoot. I go 10 to, to 15 on him for sure. I go all 11, day. I go 11 to 15. I'll just bump him back. And that bike time. looks sick. 
Bike, I don't know, I haven't bike seen looks the bike. good. Probably doesn't ride very good, but bike looks good. Well, Phil, it's Phil riding it, so it's like a bucking Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> I think the next guy, though, is going to actually beat him more often than not. Really? Yep. What, uh, I saw he's on a KTM now as yep, well. he's off that big green turd. Must be the contingency money's not as good outdoors. Yeah, well, you know, and we're talking about Freddie Norton. Yes, that we are. Fast Freddie. Do you, do you agree or disagree? That he's going to be better than Phil? Yeah. I think they're close. I got another I guy that's right going to surprise some people that you don't even have on this list. I put him right in the same realm, actually. Well, I had I threw out a couple other names, but Travis didn't want to. Uh, uh, was one of them Henry Miller? No. no. One of, well, it was Jake Masterpool and, and Grant Harlan. Okay, both dudes that will be right around the 20th mark. Yeah. All, all well, what I'm, the reason why I would say that is because last year they were like 10 to 15, but then again, this year is a lot different than obviously yeah. last year. Um I think I think Freddie and Phil will probably battle a lot, but I just see Freddie. I think Freddie's in a lot better shape. So I think when we get to these national, really, oh, dude, oh. well, think about all of his best finishes have all come at the Wick when it's a hundred degrees out. When it all comes at yeah, WWE, when it's a hundred yeah. degrees out, I just think he must that, be going for midnight runs. Maybe well, he's, got a, <laughs> he's got a he's got a kid now, so yeah. I think that if you're talking about those two, is who's going to even though Phil's on a team. I think that Freddie, I'd give him the edge because hmm. I just think he, late in the moto, he's going to have a little bit more left in the tank. Yeah, I don't really know. It's a toss-up to me. They're both in that same realm, yeah, I yeah. think. But I, but I also think that Jake Masterpool on a good day and Grant Harlan and all those guys are on that same level. On yeah, 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 I don't know about that. Yeah, we're, we're talking 10 to 20 range right now. I, I was saying I'm way off on the Jake Masterpool thing. I don't think he's anywhere. I think he's in. I think he's a 15, 15 to 25th yeah, place look dude. Yeah, finishes, though, when he's feeling it. He's been ninth, 10th. When he's feeling it, but yeah. I hope you pick him in fantasy and he shits a bit for but you. But you think Phil and and, and Freddie are going to feel it every round? No, no. I think Phil's going to get like twenty fifth a bunch of times. I Phil, guarantee it. Phil has that veteran savvy though, where he he will finish the races so. and not hit the deck more than likely. Oh, we'll see yeah. about that. I think Phil's just going to choke. I'm not going to say he won't ever hit the deck, but I just think compared to like Jake Masterpool, he's going to hit the deck well, a lot yeah, less. Yeah, he's more consistent than Jake, but I just don't think that Phil's going to be there every moto. I think there's going to be a lot of motos where he's coming from last and he fucking hits the ground three times. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Those guys are, like I said, they're good. 15, they're going to be consistent. I just think that I have to give yeah. the nod to Freddie. Yeah. But uh, they're definitely going to be a tier above those Harlands and Masterpools. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I'd go as far as say as Hard Tramps going to be in that category. Well, wait. Don't get ahead of yourself, man. I'm okay. getting ahead of myself, but well, then this go talk next, about the SGB I know, team. I know. Hang on a second. Oh boy, let's get into the next part here. And this, I'm gonna swing right on over to Justin here because uh, he's. Wait, hold on. I want to go first on this one. Balls deep on this. You even know who these guys are? I know coming? one of them. You're higher than a kite because that dude's leaving Florida. He ain't staying in Florida. What? He's gonna race here. He ain't racing here. He's going to race here. He ain't racing here. Jeffrey Hurlings is going to race here. No, he ain't. Yes, he is. I don't believe it. Watch. He's been causing up this shitstorm of media for the last fucking hey, four years. If if in the next two weeks here, if by next week they push back the GPs again, I'll bet you he races well, they here. Might, they might cancel the GPs altogether. Bingo. If they do that in the next week, I bet he races here. Oh, God. Is he here? He's in Florida from what I know. From yeah, everything I've heard. He let's let's ask Rob. From, from what I've heard, he's in Florida. Who have you heard? I have sources. <laughs> let's, let's ask Let's ask Coach. See, here's we the can thing. ask Coach. See, here's the thing. I'm not going to bank on that because who knows? He could yeah, be. I, it, it, but he, if, if he is, he's in, if he, he is, wins. it's over with. It's yeah. Done. It's done before it starts. Yeah. He's, I don't think he, there's anybody he, arguing he that. He will murder everyone. I don't think there's anybody arguing that. But we just don't know. We yeah. don't know if he's trolling people, if he's serious, whatever's going on. Uh, he's really good at trolling. Like but if he's, if he's here, 
Jeffrey Hurlings is the 2021 AMA champ. If, and it's, yeah, and if it's he's not already here, and that's what he's kind of banking on—is that shit getting canceled? It's not. Maybe even you're close. right. But it's not even close. Like it's. It's. For I'll real. tell you this much: even if he's not here, if they cancel that within the next week, nope. I'll bet you he shows. Even if he can't ride the first race, I bet you he's here and rides the rest of the series. Oh, and still wins. Oh, for sure. It's not even going to be close. Really? Like I, I hate to break it to anybody that watched this show. That and you know they sneak a bike in from the GPS. Oh, that's going to be a full oh, yeah. bike. That will yeah. not be the bike that he rode at Crawford. No, no, they'll they'll sneak in a bike that. And that bike. It doesn't really matter. You could probably put him on a stock bike. And he would be just fine. Yeah, you could put him on the 2022 with stock exhaust system and stock mapping, and he still win. I'm not even a hurling guy. I would absolutely love, I would love to it. see it. I would love it because here's the thing: is is like him coming in. He ain't gonna give a shit about nobody, no. and we know how Hurling's attitude is: is he'll f- he'll fucking cause a storm. It don't matter if it's Eli, if it's Zacho, I, Kenny. I mean, well, we don't know what Kenny's gonna do. Wouldn't it be wild if he if he actually did race, and then that was what made Kenny step his game up for outdoors? But see, here's the thing, and I've said this before: I don't think it matters. You I'm, take, you maybe take not. A, I'm just saying, you take Ken- a guy that's in his prime on top of his game on the worldwide stage. Yeah not worrying about supercross or anything and you put him in this setting with guys that are already kind of unmotivated for outdoor yeah because uh, here's the thing is is that kenny at 100 percent and hurling's at 100 percent. it's it's not it's not even close really and, i don't think so no no hmm. uh, and once again everybody who watches the show knows i'm a kenny guy i love kenny but hurling's is just hurling's is next level and the only thing i compare it to is, is it was like watching Stu and Supercross. Hmm. He was just, he's just that much better. Like, let's be yeah. real. Like, even when Hurlings is riding at 85%, he still goes and wins and beats guys like Geyser and Prado and Cairoli. Yeah. I just, I don't know if it's going to happen, but if it does, like, this series just became 10 times more interesting. Oh, yeah. And could you imagine the people that were like, ah, you know, coverage is really good. We're not going to go to any races. They find out that Hurlings is riding even half the nationals. Dude, your attendance just bumped up like crazy. Oh, yeah. Because they just want to go see. Because you know what the thing is? Everybody's still. Holding on to that whole thing of, well, I think Eli Tomac can beat him. They go if they go if they go. Hurlings is going to ride the first say three rounds. Yeah, I'm going to Thunder Valley. I was about to say I would have been like, I hope he just says, well, I'm going to ride the first two rounds, then I'm going to wait and ride Red Bud. Yeah, well, like I said, if he's riding first two, first three, whatever, you know, even if it's not the whole series. I'm going to Thunder Valley. Well, we could. Oh, well, you want to go just to see him? We yeah, could go to, we yeah. Could go to, we could go to High Point. I mean, that's closer. I have. I have a friend that's oh, in yeah, that's Colorado. Right. Yeah. So well, I'm going with you, though. Yeah, I mean, whatever. He's I mean, got a house. I, so. I mean, I, I, watching what Hurlings did at, at Redbud for the MX of Nations, because that's yeah. unfortunately the only time I've ever watched. I've watched some of those other guys at the MX of Nations, but that's the first time I've ever watched Hurlings in person. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, See, you thing, have to watch him in person, and even with the way that track broke down. Yeah, the thing is, is that, like, that was such a shit show that I don't even remember him from that. No. Well, people just remember Glenn. Clinton. I remember yeah, watching him hit say, that off-camera section so fucking fast. It blew mm-hmm. my mind. I, I just remember watching him come from dead last, like, 10 seconds in the qualifier and catching Eli like he was nothing. Mm-hmm. I say the hard thing for me about Disney Nations is the fact that everybody's got different numbers at that race. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, fuck. Like, you, I, like, you saw number six, though, on like, KTM. <laughs> yes. Like, don't get me wrong. I remember seeing Hurling's ride, but I don't specifically remember things about it. But... There, there are two GP guys. Who are the actual GP guys? That That's are for sure. Yeah, over. Okay, who are the two that are actually that are confirmed that are coming? Alessandro Lapino, who, if anybody doesn't know, was actually on the Italian team at the Red Bull. I do remember that. I yeah, remember he that was name. On the, he was on the yes. county, and he was giving yes. fits to Kenny and Eli. Yes. Yep. So Alessandro Lapino will be here for the first two rounds. 
And Jose Butron, who was a good Butron, I've heard that name. Yeah, well, he was uh, number 17 on a KTM 250. He was kind of right around when Hurlings was exiting the MX2 class. Mm. And, like, when Tommy Searle was there. And uh, do you remember Valentin Guillo? Well, it was just some of the guy. Like, Jose Butron was one of those guys. Uh, he doesn't have a ride, but he's figuring out a way to make it here. He's actually maybe doing all the nationals. Really? Um, but Alessandro Lupino. I think he's going to be good because he says he's coming. I think he's actually already in California right now. He hmm. like he's taking it serious. You this think is a he's doing top ten? If his bike is good, I think he has the talent to be top ten. I just don't know how good his bike's going to be because of restrictions and is he getting getting is, shit over here? Are they lending lending him a bike and then he's just bringing a suspension? No, to do some stalking on Instagram. So but I mean, dude, in the GPS, his best finish last year was a fifth. Mm-hmm. And he's a top 10 guy. Yeah. So if we want to talk about the difference between MX1 and 450s over here, you have to believe. What, I'll just say this. He's putting the smack down on guys like Phil and Norin and all those yeah. guys. I mean, he's beating Bogle. He's beating all those dudes. Do you think we see an influx of GP guys if they do cancel him? I fucking hope so. Well, I, mean, I hope we I think see Clement Desol. I think it'd be cool, but I'm just I'm just if wondering. If they do cancel, yeah, I think it would be rad, but I don't think. Can they get over here is the biggest question. I don't think any answer. teams are going to open their arms and be like, hey, come over here and kick our guy's ass. I mean. You know what I mean? Okay, so before we keep moving forward, because that's all I really have to say about them. I think Lupino is going to be really good. But to your question, your hypothetical, and I know this is going to ruffle feathers about American pride, but if we saw an influx of some of the top MXGP guys over here, <laughs> what is the, t- the ratio of our guys in the top 10 compared if they come over here? Uh, it could be bad. I mean, is there more MXGP guys in the top 10 than there is our guys? You see this? The host just fucking bailed out. What are you doing, man? Oh, so what do you think? Nice. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. I, think I mean, it, say you had Prado, Geyser, Fevra. So here's the, here's the one thing that I think would be our saving sure. grace is we have guys like Zacco, AC. Uh, who else do we have that hasn't been riding Supercross? Skip the end of Supercross to get ready for outdoors. So you have guys you, you like You just that. mentioned all guys that can't keep it together. I'm just saying, though, they... they Which we'll get into. They can't keep it together, but they can, but they can do well at races. So here's my question is, is that, and once again... Can't keep it together. Zach, won, Zach is the defending right, champion. Jesus right. Christ. Yeah, okay. I'll just say this. AC8 holding the candle to, to Tim Geyser. Well, no. No. So that's hey, man, we could, we could, There's a big possibility we could see Timmy G if it gets canceled and Kenny bails out, dude. I mean, I think about it. I like Kenny's bailing. I just saw a picture today of him at uh, Fox or whatever that is out there pounding laps. You know how excited I Everybody's do. out there. Did you guys watch the new Troll Train vlog where he's like, yeah, J-Mart wanted to go do yeah. uh, the stopwatch national series in California? You know how excited I'd be to see Tim Geyser over here? Oh, my God. I mean, that would be cool. He's another one that I don't remember a whole lot of his riding well, from he's the Red Bud. He's a two-time world champion, so that's all you're y- Yes, uh, thank you. I know yeah. who Timmy G is. Like, <laughs> I may not know every single person in the GPs like you, but I do know I do follow it somewhat. Alright, so my thing on him, Boutron, don't know, we'll Pino, if he's on a good bike, he's top ten. Okay, okay. fair enough. I don't Which know. Cool. I don't know dick about him. So Which I'll is just cool though. You I say I know Lupino's name just from Redbud. He's fast. Nations. Let's just put it that way. He's yeah. fast, but he 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 still kind of sounds like a a teenage girl. How about these next guys? Team Party Animal, you want to call them? Uh, these two dudes hide your girlfriends because you got A Ray and Rod Bell. Rod Bell's your boy. Rabel is your boy, so Rod let's Bell hear from you boy. first about Rod Hydra, Bell. Hydra girls. What's Justin Ra- Bell, my Rod. 
What is wow. what is Rod Bell? I don't know why you guys think I'm such this big Rod Bell homer. Because you talked you were about it before any Rod of us Bell. did. Yeah. I thought he yeah, was he sick. Was pretty, because he was pretty hard on it, wasn't he? He was hard on he was, Rod I Bell. I thought he was sick because he was out there crowd and throwing whips and oppos like on the parade lap. Like that's what I'd do if I was at that All level. Right. So what's his what's his best finish? Fifteenth. Um, at Boats Creek. Is he consistently? I, he was going to Red Bud last year too, wasn't he? No, he's top 20. That Jeremy Smith dude was top 20 quite a bit, too. I don't want to talk about Jeremy Smith. He kills me in fantasy all the time. <laughs> Fuck yeah, me. he's very inconsistent, but he had some very good rides. So he's going to be A-Ray consistently, then? Uh, did A-Ray finish one moto last year? I like four. Okay. A-Ray, I don't... Oh, man. And AJ is not riding the Nationals, just so we're clear. Yes. Okay. He's so out. this whole team, the most solid guy is Justin Rodbell. But he was, pretty, outdoors. Con- he was yeah. pretty consistent last year, though. So Rodbell was consistent outdoors. A-Ray is just going to do A-Ray things shit. and A-Ray, probably destroy. How many over? How many bikes does A-Ray destroy? I'll just go, mo- I'll just go motors. I guarantee he grenades at least seven. <laughs> seven <laughs> seven fucking funny. motors. It's very specific, Jesus but I think Christ. he grenaded uh, four last yeah. year. So that was, a, that right. was in nine rounds. So we got 12 now. Yeah, okay. All right. Fair All enough. Right. Well, yeah, like I said, like that team, I don't really have a lot of high hopes does for. Does A-Ray get in the top 20? If he doesn't grenade his motor, I hope they keep a camera on that. I, I hope did. they fill out that paperwork and put a camera. I, on. Yeah, I think if he's going to be top twenty in any motos, it's going to be the California rounds. It's Probably gonna be Paula twice and Hangtown. Yeah, but I mean, he. Let's be real. He also has an endurance issue. Yeah, if yeah. They are filming around that team though. Oh Jesus! They're I, definitely getting that filter. Well, they, they are because they've been doing vlogs. Yeah. Oh, well, MX Sports definitely filters them out then. <laughs> Fuck! It's gonna be so annoying now. That um, pissed me off. Yeah. So yeah, that. that Whatever. Are right, you got anything else on those guys? It's Not just really. Kinda, it's I gonna think, be interesting to see where I think at. Rod Bell top twenty. A Ray can be in the top twenty if he A keeps off the ground, B doesn't grenade his motor, but mm-hmm. Smith will be top twenty at Southwick, that's about it. Yeah. Speaking of Southwick, and I told this to Travis, so you remember how I told you that they might not even happen because Grandall is like super well now things are changing and they're trying to figure out a way to have the national and have as much capacity. So now the plan is instead of because it was supposed to be before Redbud, they're gonna do Loretta's on st- the guys are going to leave MX Sports at Loretta's on Saturday. They're going to do the Southwick National on Sunday. It's going to be a Sunday National, and then they're going to drive to Unadilla because they still want to have the National, but they want to have it at the most capacity that they can. Mm. So we'll have a Sunday National for the first time in, like, 12 years. I, that's not too far of a drive. I wouldn't mind going to that one. I've always wanted to go to Southwick, but everybody says because it's in the woods, the spectators – it's, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. 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 Still well, a bucket list track, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but one day, I would love to just go to every every round, follow the whole series. I mean, that would be I would, that'd be the I would really cool love to do, do it in the GPs, follow every round. But uh, The one track I would like to go here in the States is Washougal. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, that time of year, the Sims, yeah. and then just hang out. But anyways. Anywho. Um, yeah. All right. Who we got next? Into when do you want to bring Robin? He hasn't texted me yet, so we're good. I'll let you guys know. So whenever he says, yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah. Okay. Right on. I just, uh, that dude's got a crazy schedule. I don't know why he gives his time to us weenies. I love it. I think it's awesome. I don't know either. Spend I love it, too. I'm not complaining about it. No, I think it's red. Well, you honestly think, too, if he's in Florida right now, there's a time difference, too. So it's No, there's not. not. Florida's the same time zone. What the fuck? I thought Florida was an hour behind us. No. Oh, Jesus. It's straight down. Like, Michigan is yeah, your I know. nose. I've been to Florida a lot of times. Florida is your wiener. It's straight <laughs> fucking down, dude. You also do realize Kentucky is straight down and it's in a different time zone? There, no, uh, it's not. Yes, there's it is. It's ha- central. There is half of Kentucky. Kentucky maybe half of it. And part of uh, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, Tennessee, too. Anyway. Yeah, there's, a, there's a time difference. That's straight that's down, That's for our time zone, bad po- time zones podcast. Comes out next week. Anyway, <laughs> what's the next team we got on the list, man? 
Justin's going to get a boner, so we've got to hurry up and go through this one. Here we go. Max Anstey, the UK killer. Is he going to ride the kids' track at Redbud before the national? Uh, He's going to ride the night track before the national. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. Some Crowd pleasing. Some oppos. That'd be awesome. But I don't think he's got those in his bag All right. of tricks. Justin, start us off with Max yeah, Anstey. Give us some Max Anstey whispering here. Does is he winning a moto? Is he getting top five? Does I it think, gotta be a mutter? I think that uh he's gonna be better than last year because that bike I agree with that. His bike is a little bit better because they got you know they got Suzuki, more, just kick it, bro. They got some more availability with parts, but mm-hmm. it still is a Suzuki. Um I think the fact that he got a Parts season, are from two thousand nine, by the way. Go yeah, ahead. He got a season to, to twenty ten. Okay, whatever. He got a season to uh, get adapted to the one-day format again. There are some tracks that he hasn't been to in a while that we are going to this year. Washougal, Southwick, Bud's Creek, yep. Unadilla. Um, so, you know, it's going to take a little bit to learn. I think some of those tracks suit him, though. Well, Unadilla, for sure. Yeah. Unadilla is definitely going to... Well, they are in, I think his throttle control is pretty damn good from being over in the GPs, and Washougal Washu- will be good. And he's one of the best sand riders in the world, so the wick will be good, even though it's not deep sand like Lomel. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just going to be a 5-10 to 10 guy. I think he really is. I mean, if you look at his last season, like he had some bright moments. Obviously, Loretta's really good at WW. He had a good round to finish at Paula. There's some rounds that he wasn't there, but I think he was still getting used to it. I think it'd be 5-10, to 10, and I still think he has a shot at winning a moto. But I think it's going to be the Wick or Unadilla. I don't, I don't think there's any other places, and I only say that because, like I said, those are the two tracks it's going to fit him. But 5-10. to 10. I mean, if he's 5-10, to 10, that's good fucking for that team. 7-12. Um, yeah, yeah. to 12. I'm seven to twelve, and I'm out on winning, but I'm in on a possible podium. Oh well, I mean, he and some po- top five. I mean, he almost did yeah. it, it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I am six to twelve possible podium. All right. And so we're all in my next realm. guy, I'm putting right around the twentieth. Man, what the fuck is wrong with him? I don't know. <sighs> See, I disagree with that. I think he's better than that. I think that Supercross. Let's be real. Hartraft had Something one good was going year. on, man. He had one good year. Well, I think it's also it's just tough. In the 450 class, I've I've he, heard that he was having trouble adapting to the 450 in Supercross. He had one. He, he was had having one issues. good year in Supercross. Okay, yeah, in, on 250s, he's been solid his entire career in outdoors. I mean, I I get where you're coming from with that, but I think that you got to give him a little bit more credit. I think that 10 to 15 is more his more him. Yeah, I mean, I'd be in on something like that for outdoors for him. His um, starts are definitely not going to be as big of an issue now that he's on the 450. No. no. He is on a Suzuki, though. Yeah, but, I mean, it's still good. Just kick it, bro. But the motor's strong. Whatever. Dude, I mean, he's got to get warmed up somehow, so kicking that bike 15 yeah. times before the gate drops, we're good. Well, you know, maybe they just act like, hey, man, you know, the bike won't start, get his heart rate up, and then, oh, it started. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I can see where you'd be coming from with that, but I think that I think we just have to give Hartraft a little bit more credit outdoors. I think we all kind of figured he wasn't going to be really that good in Supercross because mm-hmm. he only had one good season on the 250. Yeah. And it was a depleted field on his coast anyway. Yep. So, I mean, 10 to 15. I'd be, I'll put it this way. I'll be shocked if he's a 15 to 20 guy, if he's like barely cracking top Yeah, 15s. I don't think I don't think 15 to 20. I think that's too far back, but I'm, I'm in the 10 to 15 range too. I mean, okay, just who would you take, him or a, a Jake Masterpool as far as speed? Because, I mean, you got to give speed-wise, Masterpool's 10 to 15. Yeah. Are you taking Masterpool over him speed-wise? Uh, dude, I don't know. Supercross was just such a... Supercross was bad, but guy? again, you got you to gotta go to Justin's point, okay? He had one decent year on 250s, and then because the team got yeah, folded he in, got fucked, he got fucked out of a deal. and I then mean, he okay. Crawfordsville last year. Yeah. 
I understand it's one yeah, race. You, I guess, yeah. Out, I, outdoors I, is I, much I easier. I think he's better on better equipment and a better team surrounding, I guess, yeah. than what Master Pool's got going on. A better program, I guess. Yeah, say, so. outdoors is just much easier to adapt to a 450 yeah. than it is indoors. Indoors and, is tricky. And, we so, and we're not even going to talk it. about the other guy on that team because outdoors. The yeah, the 7 Deuce Deuce doesn't do a lot outdoors, but he rides it, so whatever. Him but. and Jeff battle to the death. Yes, for 25th spot. You give you give Jeff that much credit? Jeff, isn't Jeff riding a 250? Yeah, isn't he riding a 250? Oh, he's 250 guy. Never yeah. mind, we're out. <laughs> do, you, do you think he makes... All the nationals that he goes to on that? Who, Walker? Oh, man. Yeah, on the 250. Nah, no, I don't know. Probably I, not. I really have no idea. No. I haven't seen him ride. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not trying to shit on him right now. I'm, I actually, honestly. How old is he? Uh, I'm 26. He's got to be 24. Yeah, he's he's not. I don't think he's uh, See, he, I feel like. I think he should have rode the 450. I don't oh, yeah. That move. He I definitely should have. Yeah. I, personally, I think he would have been better on the 450, but. I mean, at least then you can almost guarantee he's going to make every national if he doesn't yeah. have issues. And I think the 450, you make a little more money. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. I don't Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. He did that last year, too, and then ended up riding the 450 at the end of the year. It's been like a, a theme every year kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So. It's weird. I don't know why he does it. Well, put it this way. I think that in the last two years since he's gone back and forth, he's made 95% of the nationals on the 450, and mm-hmm. I don't even think it's a 75 on the 250. Yeah. I might be wrong on those yeah. numbers, but I remember him not making a lot of nationals on the 250. I mean, here's the thing. He's making enough off of YouTube. He doesn't. Oh, yeah. Of course. Doesn't need it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just, I'd, I'd really like to know what he gets paid for those those brand sponsorships. It's got to be good. I, I'm just Do you curious. Still have that Ford dealership? Huh? Do you still have the Ford no. dealership? No. no. I, there's a yeah. There's other funding there too. That I would say. I'm I'm, speci- I'm specifically talking like like the next time I see him, I'm gonna be like, look, I know you don't want to give me specific numbers, but I just gotta know because you see all these YouTubers sponsored by the brands that are on his channel too, and it's like, what what are they paying someone like you versus Is like the, someone the discount code thing? Yeah, I mean, and because it's like, what does he have? The wallets. Did he have the Raycon earbuds? He had the Raycon earbuds. He also it, had that, a game. No, that that a gamer game. chair. Yeah. Yeah. I and and, the, see that. and the game. Yeah. That, so that chair he sits in, mm-hmm. apparently they are sponsoring him at some point for one of the videos or something, at least. And then, um, yeah, what was uh, eight? He uh, did a Manscaped one. Shadow Legends, yep. Age Shadow of whatever. Legends, yeah. Yep. yep. Which that game sponsors which, a whole bunch of people yeah, too. I was about so to say, like that game sponsors like big guys in the yeah. industry. So that's not a small fucking deal. I mean, say they sponsor Daily Driven Exotics too, which I watch yeah. all the time. What so. game is it? It's like Shadow Ra- Rage yeah. Shadow Legends. Yeah, that's like, what it is. They uh, sponsor. Well, just shout them out in the beginning of the video or something. Well, he, the, they do. You got to do a whole whole little spiel on it. I don't know how many minutes it's got to be. It's legit though because yeah. they sponsor like some of the biggest gaming guys. Yeah. Doing. So it's not like, oh, hey, we're giving you a couple. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah, so I'm interested. Like like I said, I'm interested just to know because I don't have any fucking idea what those. Uh, I didn't realize he didn't have the Ford dealership thing anymore, though. That had to. Have been that was just for the, the summer. Oh, it was? Oh, never mind. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say, if he got that on there, that would have that a pretty big That was just deal. a local car dealership. Oh, that, never mind. Yeah. I thought it was a bigger deal than that. Yeah, yeah. That was a local car dealership that. Uh, so like if you, it was like kind of like what Kev does. Yeah, if you want to sponsor the bike for the year uh, or something, they yeah. stepped up. Is he um, is he sponsored by A Star still? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I'm I think not really so. sure. Like, I don't talk to him as much as I used to, like really? when we were kids and stuff. And like, I don't, I don't feel like we're close enough nowadays yeah. to just hit him up and be like, "Hey, dude, like, give us the lowdown on what you got going on," kind of thing. I'm also but wondering if he's still him and uh, Michael Lindsay are still close. Because you don't really. No, absolutely one. not. Oh, you still should hit him up and get drag him on the show. Wait, did did like Michael fuck him over, or did was it the other way? Uh, it's pretty much what I told you guys was going to happen. I think. Uh, I don't know. 
Uh, you guys keep talking. I got to oh, but yeah. Speaking of Michael Lindsay, how the fuck did we not miss his one four fifty oh, guy? Cody, the Schott. guy that actually is going to get top twenties consistently. I'd even go so far as to say he could be a top fifteen guy when he's not. You really? Know, I mean, dude, Cody shot, and he had an amazing Supercross season. He did. He had a great Supercross season. I'm going to say this. I. I like Grant Harlan more than any of those other guys, but I will say that if you're going to come to me and ask me what privateer is going to have the best season, Cody Shock is my guy. Yeah, guaranteed. I, I think that he's legit. I, I, I really do. Um, so Cody Shock, I think, is going to have the, the, best, the best season out of a – I mean, I don't know. I guess you could say Freddie's more of a true privateer, but, I mean, Shock ain't that far off when he's feeling it. Right. I mean, dude, what, he got top ten both motos at Paula at the last round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that new bike too. I, I like I like Cody Shock. I really yeah, do. Yeah. I like his story. It's legit. Like he came from nowhere. So. Yeah, yeah. Cody Shock, I think, is gonna be pretty good. Ten to fifteen for sure. Yep. Um, I I just question he the the ability to complete all the rounds kind of thing. He's pretty good at yeah. yard sailing at least a couple times. And we're not picking him for fantasy ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially we all Travis got burnt at, by him. But Travis at Redbud. But yeah, yeah. Speaking of that whole deal, yeah, we did forget about him. Um. And I just forgot because for some reason I thought oh, you were still staying on the 250. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. How, do, how do we miss that? We're we're terrible at this. We're f- I'm glad. Yeah, it's not yeah. A I don't job. know, but uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, I think yeah, the whole Lindsay deal. You can go down a rabbit hole on all yeah. that, but um, but yeah, I guess he's pulling. I don't know, talking to the right people, doing something right. So, I mean, he hasn't raced a race since the last round of nationals, and he's still. Making great content, I guess. I mean, he makes. He, he Michael makes, Lindsay? No. Oh, I'm talking about Michael Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, fuck Michael Lindsay. Yeah, Michael Lindsay's yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't give a, a shit. Sneaky little snag. Yeah. I no, I mean, Walker's it. Walker's making plenty of money off of. He's like AJ. He's making plenty of money off the YouTube deal. He doesn't have to. I don't understand how people keep giving Michael Lindsay money. Yeah, I don't either. He's got the connections, bro. Yeah, well. I guess, whatever. Definitely from riders. They don't like him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, you think Michael Lindsay's paying his riders? Do you think this next team is paying their riders? <laughs> no. You know what they're paying them with? Same way we're going to pay guys. Crisp high five and uh, <laughs> Bitcoin. pill Handshake. bottles. Yeah. Do- Dogecoin? Pill bottles. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No. Why? Which no. one's pilled up? No. Mind. no. I'm not going down that road. I'm no. just leaving it at that. No. Hang on. No. 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 After the show. Yeah. No. Hang on. No. After the show. No. No. <laughs> After the show. <laughs> road bikes. After the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm I'm squashing that one right now. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Okay, I, I, you guys just hit me across the side of the face because I don't know what the fuck. That's totally fine. But I do know that one man was not paid, and I hear that Shibachi is actually getting paid to ride. But who knows if that'll come through? Well, um, let's let's talk about the but, le- let's talk about the lesser person on that team first. Ah oh man, I hope he has a good season. Joey Savachi? No, Justin Bogle. Oh. The fuck do you mean Joey Savachi? Do you did you pay attention? The Supercross season was good. He's better outdoors. Okay. <laughs> what was wrong with this? I'm super- getting you a shirt made that says I'm a Savachi Homer. What was wrong with this Supercross uh, season? He's, he's gonna get y'all fired up because he saw him tuck the front wheel on. Yo, at least he knows how to finish a Supercross season. Look, bro. Two years in a row. Look, bro. Two years in a row. Savachi syndrome. Two- that's not a thing when he's not winning championships. Completely a thing. No, it's not. It's a thing in every single no. race he's in. No, bro. 
No, it's yes. not a thing. Uh, we watched it in no. Supercross. It was like one of the last rounds. Gets a good start, looked good all day, and then what did he do? Savachi hey, said, you, you got my spoon over here? Did Zach Osborne? What? You got your spoon? My spoon? Yeah. For what? So you can keep stirring the pie. Here. Did oh, Zach dude, Osborne stir finish the, the Supercross season? No, huh? he did. Two years in a row. That's all I'll say. Anyways, Justin Bogle. Yeah, Justin okay. Bogle. He's big got fan. that big number one on his bike all summer. Yeah, I like Bogle. It's totally fine. I'd like yeah. to hang out. Savachi's never had number one on his bike, ever. Want to why? Savachi syndrome. Whatever, man. Hey, you know what Justin Bogle does have and Joey Savashi doesn't, though? What's style. That? Uh, style <laughs> and an outdoor overall win. Bingo. Yeah, he does. Well, he's got two. two. Two? Two? He also has some hole shots. He does have two on a 450? Yeah, Suzuki days, remember, man? No remember shit. Thunder Valley and Bud's Creek. Okay, I knew I knew Bud's Creek. Yeah. I didn't know Thunder Valley. Yeah, Thunder Valley. Remember, that, he That's impressive, dude. He ripped that holy in the second moto and gapped everybody. That's yeah, fucking buddy. impressive. Yeah, well, it is, but unfortunately, I think that that Justin Bogle is kind of long gone. I hope it's back. I uh, hope he I, finds him. I think so. he's had way too many bad concussions, and I think that it's just going to keep haunting him. Yeah, you know? I don't I don't know that he's got much much left in the tank there with it, all the head injuries he's had. Here's what I'll say. I think that Bogle has a couple good races, and I say races and motos, and I think that that's about it. I don't know. You if, know who would be a great guy to come to our Kate Drop Festival. <laughs> Justin, oh, Bogle. Justin Bogle. Justin Bogle. Throw some yep. fat turned down whips. And then he could be on stage as well. I could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd rather have him have Pac X EMH on there, but you know. Yeah, you could have Pac EMH up there, and then we could follow him up with B Maisie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about Brandon. Wow. Mays. That's another person. We could bring Brandon Mays in. Hey, Gate Drop Festival. Be Maisie. Well, I don't think that, Gate Drop's a cool name. Hey, man, he's, name. he's the one that blew out the whole thing about Feld and the intros. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, So, fuck it. He doesn't care. Anyway. And he makes a lot of money anyways. Anyway. Joey Sabachi, though. I think he's going to have a good That's it on Bogle. We just hope he gets through the season. I mean, dude, he's it's been rough for I Bogle. Think, he doesn't usually get hurt in outdoors, though, does he? No, but he also, like, yeah. the concussion thing, I think. Yeah, he's. Mi- I know he's missed outdoors, but now, but now he's coming in... It sucks, okay. man, because I think things are really starting to come around for him. He was getting top tens, and yeah. um, I think Burner's a really good person that to have in his corner, Michael Byrne. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and just like I told you guys before, like Bogle down there, I think he enjoys that atmosphere of like golfing and like being himself with the Lawrence brothers and and having that whole crew. So yeah, I think it'll be a success if he just makes it through the whole outdoor season. Yeah. Because I his job's not really in jeopardy. Let's be real. No, they like him over there, and well, and he brings, hopefully he's getting paid. Well, even if he's not, he has he makes money off other shit. Yeah, he so. brings he brings some money in. So yeah, yeah. So, so Joey Savacci, um, I can see this guy being a top five guy. I could, I think, I think he's gonna be, he's gonna be close to the top five. I think he probably gets at least two podiums, and I think that's kind of his season. I think yeah. he's. The only thing I'm worried about is getting that bike set up for him. I think he's going to be motivated because he only signed a one-year deal, right? One year? I believe it's it. It's a one-year deal. I think he's going to No, his mo- ass ain't going to that Cowie ride. Fuck no. <laughs> like I said, you'd see Malcolm Stewart on a Kawasaki before you see Joey Savacci ever on a Cowie again. Hey, a I'd like to see Joey Savacci on that factory Husky. Ah, I don't think him and Zach Osborne will be able to coexist. <laughs> I think they could. Well, yeah. I think they could for money. a paycheck. I, I think that this is going to be a do-a-die season for Joey. Oh, 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 oh. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Sorry. You agree on that, though? <laughs> I think he's got something to prove. Good evening, guys. Uh, hey, Coach. Oh, there he is. Going, coach? How we doing? How's, 
Hey, we're doing great. Thank you so much for uh, being patient with me, man. I'm super pumped to be on the show again with you guys. Hey, no problem. Don't worry. We got off on a tangent about MX Sports to start it. And even uh, though it was only supposed to take 10 minutes, uh, we have yeah, just started diving into in 450s. New, you would love what we said. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. So. We're, yep. Fantastic. Do we have the whole crew tonight? We do. Yes, we, we do. do. Yes, Actually, we do. Cole yeah. is uh, Cole is hosting tonight. He wanted to do it. He said that my job was easy, so he is uh, he's the one doing the hosting, and I'm just oh. here giving the hot takes, and uh, then I'm leaving afterwards. <laughs> yeah, from your own house. <laughs> yeah, from my own house. No, I what I wanted was the factory rider treatment. I wanted him to set up the studio. I come in, do my thing, and then he shuts up shop after I leave. Kind of thing. I'm not sure that's how I this works. It. So, yeah, I but. love it. That's, that works. All right, it's coach. Up. Yeah, you got in right at the perfect time. Um, we got a couple questions for you. Yeah. First, okay. the one that was on my head, and we got on this tangent as well because there are a couple of GP guys coming over for. Are you really uh, eating on the air Lupino right now? And who? Alessandro Lapino and Jose Butron. Okay. And. Just or uh, Travis over here has this conspiracy theory that Hurlings is in the country, and if GPs get canceled, he will be staying here. Have you heard anything on that, Coach? I have not heard anything other than that little bit that was floating around on Instagram. That you know, they like these roads are in Florida. It does look like an area around Lake Mineola that I've I've cycled a lot, so I will give there some credibility to that. Mm-hmm. But I've had no sightings of them, and you would think with social media and all that, there's only so much they could keep on the low down. Right. Um, I mean, Claremont's a pretty big hotbed, and you would think he's got to go to restaurants, he's got to go to the grocery store, he's got to be somewhere that somebody else would run into him. It's not like it's that far out in the woods. So I don't know. I mean, gosh, I, who wouldn't want to see that big yeah. surprise to stir up the outdoor season? I mean, from A to Z, I don't know. How many, how many races have they gotten in over there? They haven't done any. No, any. It hasn't even started yet. Yeah. Your mic's That's off what because I you're eating. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, so that, talking about like postponing and, and canceling yeah. and, and maybe not I even having a GP series. So. Yeah, I saw they kept pushing everything back. I just wasn't sure if I'd missed something or not. And I'm going to – my thread of thought tonight when we get into our selection of the 450 is – you know, who's the freshest of the batch and how cool would it be to see a fresh hurling come oh, over here? God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just be a little embarrassing, actually. Yeah, we're kind of all in agreement that if this actually does happen and he races the whole series that he just walks away from everyone. It would be it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I think there's a couple guys that could give him fits um, if you could expose his weaknesses early. And you got to start throwing him off balance early. You can't let him gain momentum. I mean, he's. He's a freight train. And I know that's a little textbook cliche, but it's just true. In other words, Zacho um, has to go clean that front wheel out early. Never going to happen, bro. Never going to happen. Really? Hurling, yeah. Seen wilder things. Okay? Hurlings would not let that happen because if it did, the next moto, Zacho would get punted to the moon. You know, right. you see, you keep saying that, but Zach still got that number one plate. So I, I know this is a, a little further <laughs> in our conversation, but uh, there's Jesus. one guy that I think would get really fired up if Hurlings comes over here, and that's the number two of Cooper Webb. Uh, that I would think, be who? I think that would Cooper Webb. I think it would really fire him up just hearing the conversations of how bad he wanted to beat him when he was here in North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, how much he hangs his hat on beating him there, and how that really got him through his injuries. Um, I think if that man shows up, uh, Jeffrey Hurlings, and Cooper Webb's on the gate as well, that fires Cooper Webb up a little more. I would agree 100%. I think Cooper would definitely rise to the occasion. There's no two ways about that. Not to mention, 
same color bike and yep. nothing wrong with that and give eli a little yeah. more motivation too imato imato yeah i think eli would have more motivation because i think he has a sour taste in his mouth about how many times hurling has whooped his ass yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> i don't i don't think tomac will step up to that battle he's going to use the well the team's not gelling i'm leaving oh, yeah. I mean, think about this yeah. tomac just signed the best deal of his career he's got two and a half years of collecting big checks with no expectations if he wins it's all him if he sucks it's the yamaha's fault mm-hmm. this dude is going to have the best two and a half years of his life if he sucks this summer it's because of the team dynamics if he does well it's all about him he just pulled one out and the dude has played the the most excellent chess yeah chess he played game. a great card yep yep yeah, I, I question his lack of motivation all summer. So I, I think he much. just kind of, you know, mails it in. Yeah. So. Except Washugal. Yeah. All right, next question we had for you. Yeah, perfect timing for you to get on. Is Savachi getting paid? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I didn't know we were going to do that one. Oh, that I was. Don't think, I don't, and again, I haven't spoken to any agents uh, that work with him because I know Myrtle used to work with him and doesn't anymore. Yeah. I don't even know that he's on a salary contract. I know it's hard to imagine, but I. If he's getting paid anything, it's going to be chump change. I would say that his contract would be more con- uh, bonus-based. Hmm. So based on his performances, no, he's not getting paid. But if he's on a small salary, it's going to be negligible enough that they won't have much troubles uh, covering that. I think Savachi's doing a great job uh, just keeping himself relevant. Yeah. We all know out of sight, out of mind in this. It, it, in my opinion, besides the fact that his dad has made it difficult. I think that's what's hurt Mookie being out of sight for such a long summer. Mm-hmm. You know, Supercross doesn't last that long. People have amnesia in this sport. I think that's been one of the biggest challenges for him. He, yes, he wants to do Supercross only, but that's not unique. But he stays kind of out of everybody's sight all summer. And I think Savachi was smart to say, look, somebody gets hurt on another team. I'm easy pickings. I'm sure that's in well, his contract. That, that's why I said, Coach, I just said that I think Joey's going to have a good summer. I think that he's going to be more motivated because he's going to be basically doing this as a tryout to get on another team next year. And I think that you're going to see a really good Joey this summer. You know, he had, he had a rough start to Supercross. He ended the season with some good rides. I know that he didn't get, a, you know, didn't get a podium, didn't get a top five. But I think a lot of people kind of figured, oh, he's gelling. You know, he's going to a new team. The team's going through some turmoil right now. Like, he'll be lucky to make top ten. And for the most part, he was a top 10 guy, you know, and he had some really good speed at the end of the season. And I just I've always seen Joey also as an outdoor guy. And like Cole said earlier, if the bike is, you know, set up right, I think you can have a good season, which ultimately is kind of like a tryout for another team next year. What that team is. Yeah. Who really knows? That's where we were just getting into when um, when you were jumping on here, coach, was where does Savachi go if something opens up? You know, he isn't going to that Cowie, right? No, that's never going to happen. like where where is there? I mean, um, a husky, husky maybe. I don't know. You're talking about during the summer, someone gets hurt, or when the season when, uh, when outdoors the, is over. I kind of look at the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he stays right where he's at. There's no place he, for him to go because when if you go back to the conversation we had on the 250 class, you've got seven guys that are looking to go 450 mm, next year, and they true. all will get the attention before he will. The best place, the best thing he can do is stay right where he's at. Um, we know the bike's fast. Blake Baggett did, had some great races outdoors on that bike. Like you said, if they can get it set up for him correctly, which I think they'll be able to do. Yeah, I think the best place for him to do is be the best guy on that team like Blake was. Just be careful that you may have to sue to get your money. Uh, that's just the raw reality. 
but that's where he's going to stay if he's if he's even retained there. I mean, I still don't understand why. Well, I do understand why Chris Bloss left. You know what I mean? He was having great results and all that. I can't help but wonder did he maybe not get paid, and that's why he left. Um, it's interesting how the teams a lot of times like to get credit that we didn't re-sign them. That's interesting. I don't remember hearing Chris's side of the story. So, well, you know who we I think actually, that's where you'll see You know who actually missed? That actually doesn't have a ride for outdoors and is a you know a top guy and he only rode two rounds of Supercross. We keep getting worse and worse at this making list. How things. in the hell did we forget about Shane McElrath? Uh, yeah. He's not racing. Well, that's my point, though. Like. The What's fact, he doing? The well, f- his back's still fucked up as far as I know. No, but the fact that if they get this settled, what, the, the, he's not riding outdoors. Like, I understand the team's not going outdoors. So, like, that is, that's a story in my opinion. I, a guy yeah. that just got top three in points in the year before in 250 class, a guy that, you know, is a top-level dude, like, the fact that he's not going and riding outdoors. Like, and, and we even forget... Does anybody once you know? well, Coach just made the good point out of sight, out of mind. Like we yeah. kind of forgot about him. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, the team was slated to go, and then we found out that Genova didn't want to do it because the guys weren't performing. Which, let's be real, they weren't. Yeah. But the fact that Shane is not riding outdoors, I know that you have strong feelings about him, Travis. Me and Cole are kind of more on the same page. I'm a little sad about that. I was thinking Shane was going to have a good outdoor season. Yeah. And I mean, he's not. I mean, that's a that's a bummer to me. Yeah. If I'm being real honest, I don't know how you feel, Coach, but I, I think that I think that kind of sucks to be honest with you. No, it definitely does. I mean, we're not even that many years removed, as you articulated, of him being a champion. And yet, you know, this is where the musical chairs, we talked about it on the 250 show. When you look at Jeremy Martin was just the next heir apparent for that second spot on the Honda 450 program, breaks his back running into Cooper in the air. It boom, contracts pulled off the table. And now he's on a one year deal, hoping that the musical chairs go to his favor at the end of the season this year. What, four years removed? Yep. So Macarath is caught in that same musical chairs, wrong place at the wrong time. Um, hate to say it because he's a super cool guy, but it seems like he's very fragile. He seems to oh, get yeah. hurt a lot. And that, unfortunately, when you've got a, a 250 stable of stallions that are ready to get let loose, I don't, I hate to say it, but I think we've seen the end of him. And, and I hate to say that because he's a really nice guy, but what team in their right mind is going to sign him over Martin or Nichols or Cooper Hamaker, McAdoo, Shimoda, Forkner. Yeah. And especially with it being a back coming from a, you know, I have back issues myself, and that's not just something that goes away. Like, I mean, no. I, don't, I don't know how accurate this story is, but, like, the story that they told about how, like, he was sitting on an airplane, and he got off, his airpl- he got off the plane, and his back was just locked. Like, he couldn't yeah. move. And now, like I said, I don't know how accurate that story is, but if that's even half the truth, like, that's a bigger issue. Yeah. And yeah. that's just not going to go away, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. No. And that's the billion-dollar question that we have with Zach Osborne when we get to the 450s. Yeah, we heard it's a, a bulging disc issue. We know it's a pre-existing issue. Well, anybody I've been around that's had to deal with a bulging disc issue is not dropping out of the sky at 60 feet, <laughs> relying on good suspension to suck it up. Yep. I, you know, That's going to be one of my big what-ifs going outdoors. Uh, just like we did when we were talking about the 250s, you have the, the injured and the non-injured top tw- top three yep. because who would bet who would bet against martin on the 250 but coming in with a lame shoulder we could be two rounds in and looking exactly like we did at supercross we, we watched the guy that everybody had their marbles on literally walk off the track through the tunnel to never appear again for the rest of the season yep yep ouch you know yeah that'd be that'd be nuts if he just comes in and 
just just poof. I don't know. I just I'm super bummed that Shane's not out there. Yeah. I, that's just a bummer for me. I'm a big McElrath guy, and yeah. we had I, that one glimpse absolutely. in Supercross where he pulls a whole shot and almost yeah. And yeah. I don't and I don't know what I expected out of him with how deep this field is, but just the fact that he's not racing after having one of the best seasons of his life in the 250s last year with Star. Yeah, and just yeah. like not having I don't know. It just kind of sucks in my opinion. Well, here's another guy we forgot too. What about Tickle? Mm, I'm uh, not. Yeah. It's it's a bummer. Same thing with Benny. Yeah. But like, let's be real. How good was Benny and, and Tickle going to be this summer? I I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. No. We, it's it's a bummer. Like it it definitely it sucks. But I if you're going to ask me out of those guys, like who are you more? It's it's Shane. Like because Shane at least yeah. has the speed to be top five sometimes. Those guys. I mean, Benny's up and down, and Tickle Tickle's just trying to catch. He's just put some money in the bank. He's just yeah. He's done. just cheese pizza. He's just <laughs> he's <laughs> just Brock tickle. And I don't have anything there against Brock. Yeah, but like, let's be real. Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't si- I didn't necessarily mean he was going to yeah. do anything. I'm just saying, like, we don't. I guess he's just not riding outdoors. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, no. so, so Cole, who, who's uh, who's next on our list? Yeah, who we got up yeah, on the list? So next? Let's go to this next powerhouse of a team. Here. Oh boy, here oh we boy. go. Who are you going with? Uh it's the next one on the list here. Oh, I you're going down the there's list. There's some. Good riders on this team. Oh, there is. Um, and we almost forgot the last guy. <laughs> God, me and Travis, I don't know if it's uh, been a long weekend, but we were struggling. <laughs> we were. This is uh, Star Yamaha. So we have Frenchie, obviously, that's uh, unproven outdoors. Um, it's going to be really interesting uh, to see. Well, four, I mean, he's coming, off a two, I mean. he's coming off a 250 title. So he well, has unproven outdoors on a 450. Yes. Let yes. me rephrase yes. that. Yes. You're correct. That. You're correct. Um, how does Star get that bike to react outdoors for him? I'm going to be real honest with you, boys. I think he has almost the exact t- type of season that AC just had last year. Okay. Where he's, yeah. like, fast, but he, like, hits the deck. But then yeah. wins motos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm All not right. necessarily saying he ends up second in points, but let's be real. Like, I think his, his, his career, Supercross, almost went identical to the way AC's did his rookie year. Yeah. Super fast, crashed a lot. Yep. Got a podium. Yep. AC got two his rookie year, right? He got the yeah, one early in the season. Something like that. Did, I don't yeah. remember. Coach, do you remember? Did AC get two podiums his rookie year last year in Supercross, or was it just the one? You've got me on that one. <laughs> um, I, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that. Just because of the inconsistencies of when we saw him, I, I, I apologize. That one I could not answer with any yeah. confidence. We at least know that he got the one when him and Coop had that really yeah. good battle. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, kind of the same way. And let's, you know, Frenchie, we know, even though he has two Supercross championships, is – I would say probably a little bit better outdoors, at least more on the consistent side. You know what? AC and, got and the other thing because he podiumed the opener too, didn't he? Yes, opener when and then the wet. Okay, yeah. so he got so two. He's got at least so two. he got one less, but still one. Yep. Crash, but super fast. Maybe yep. the season didn't go or didn't show how good he really was. Same thing yep. with AC his rookie year. Yep. And then outdoors, AC takes him a little bit, has the rookie mistakes, and then gets a dial at the end of the year. Why? And Frenchie and AC, basically the same speed, their 250 careers outdoors. Yep. Why couldn't we see Frenchie do the exact same thing? Well, I think what Frenchie does at least have going for him in a positive direction, at least in outdoors, um, is uh, being able to get a shitty start, which he's famous for. Yeah. Not getting starts. Go two seconds faster than anybody um, else. Yeah. He has a little more time to play with, yeah. a little more track yep. to play with. Um, and I think that will benefit him and make him be a little more relevant. I mean, um, but other than that, man, like like you say, I think there's going to be some real highs and there's going to be some lows. But yeah, to to my the way I just articulate, I mean, why wouldn't he? Why couldn't we see it be like AC though? Oh no, I, I'm not arguing that point at all with him. Not expecting to win title. And no. like I said, I don't even expect him to be second in the points like no. AC did. No. But why wouldn't his season? I mean, if you want to talk about two guys that are the closest 
the way things have gone for them the last couple of years. Yeah. It's really fr- – like those two, AC and Frenchie. I mean, they've kind of had the same type of success in the way that their career, the last couple of years at least, yep. have gone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick this one over to Coach on Frenchie as well. Um, we all know that he's in a pretty good place uh, physically now. Is that going to translate to the 450? What do you think, Coach? Is, his, is I, he physically there? I, yeah, I don't think it's without a doubt he'll be up there. Um, and not any out of disrespect, but if you reverse engineer, we've only got 12 factory bikes on the track. So for him to be top 10, I think, is completely realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the bigger question would be, can he shake up the top five consistently? I think we're in a, a real quandary because we know that he can haul the mail outdoors. We see we have seen him kind of figure out that bike in Supercross. Well, we see those two meld together. I'm not naive. I know motocross is completely different than Supercross, but you know, if it historically when we've looked at that factory 450 Yamaha, if it's nobody could get it to work indoors or outdoors, and this year we've seen both Plessinger and Ferrandis get it further up the, the finishing podium than we've seen in years. Um, so yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a contender. I don't at the end of the season think he'll be there. But I think he'll be there periodically throughout the year. If he gets one of his good starts, we know he can he can lead from the front. I'm not saying he's not good. We saw him on the 250 slice through, but I think he's got a different playground in that 450 class where we won't see the Ferrandis being able to just walk around people. Um, he was a he was a grown man in a in a young man's sport in the 250. You could just watch his line choices. It was almost like he was racing. It was crazy. He would just pass people. You could just see it coming. You could see the setups. He's not going to have that luxury in the 450 class. He's going to have his work cut out. If he gets his traditionally good starts, which I know looking at Supercross this year, we can't say he has. But if you go back to the 250 days, yes, he was out front quite often at the beginning. So I think he'll be a player. I just don't think he'll be one of the guys to beat at the end of the season, personally. To Coach's point, though, I do agree that if he gets – say he just rips a start, like rips the holy, kind of like what AC did at the beginning at Crawfordsville, Yeah, I think it's game on. I, I yeah. think that, oh, yeah. I think it's going to be very hard. Now, yes, once again, I completely agree with Coach. If he gets a bad start, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough for anybody, let's be honest. Yep. It doesn't matter if your name's Adam Cincerello, Zach Osborne, whoever. But if Frenchie gets a start, I think it's going to be like AC was when he got starts last year. It's going to be game on. Now, whether he burns himself out because he's – pushing past his is whether it be his physical limit or his mental capabilities mm-hmm. yeah he's probably gonna go backwards but i think that's the one guy that if you're looking at everybody else saying oh shit he just ripped the start it's gonna be a long moto he's he's my guy but i i do agree i don't think i'm not saying he's gonna be second in points i don't even think he'll be top five in points because he's gonna have bad races yeah but i just i can't see why he can't have a season like ac did just not as far up in the points because his, his lows are going to be lower than the yes, AC's. exactly. Yep. But his highs are going to be the exact same. Yep. I, I really believe that. Yep. So. All right. Next, dude. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to our next guy, Aaron Plessinger. Um, I think he's going to show his capabilities for yep. sure. The mm-hmm. the AP that we've all wanted to see and hoped to see since it's his 250 title. The preseason videos, he looks good. Yep. Looks good. Um, just in Supercross, though, the way he would get out front and kind of do that that high top fade, I don't <laughs> yep. know if he can go the distance if he rips a start. I think that bike is capable of ripping a start. I think he is capable of ripping a start. Um, and I think he can be out front for a little while, but I don't think he can go the distance. I think Mud Moto is his best shot. Yep, me too. Moto. 
But that's or, about, I mean. Oh, or some Unadillo, some Ruddy stuff. He might be all right. But. He's always been good at Crawfordsville, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I'm six to nine, dude. And then, like, if we have giggity. a giggity. And then if we have, like, a mud moto, like, okay, cool, giggity. it could be better. And then, like, when you get to Crawfordsville at the end of the year, because he, for some reason in Indiana, he's just, just a god. Uh, then I think, it's also yeah, end of the year, that. a lot of guys. Yeah. Well, the thing out. is, too, though, Crawfordsville this year is the third to last round. It's not the last round. Uh, well, Hangtown's the last still. round this year. But I get what you're saying. I think that if you're looking at all the factory guys, though, are we kind of in agreement? He's kind of the one guy that you don't really know because his Supercross season was such a jump. Yeah. yeah. From so like he, he could, can make a bunch he yeah. can make a big jump he and we could all be like, Holy shit. Exactly. But, so I, I, I don't yeah. know. He's just kind of a he's gonna wow us. I I think no matter what his season is, it's just gonna be like, Oh, holy shit, Aaron Plessinger's back kind of yeah. thing. Or and I don't believe this, but or <laughs> kind of talking about with the way coach just mentioned about Eli. Or does he just go out and just finish the season because he right. knows he's leaving yeah, the team? Yeah, I think he's yeah. kind of in a similar situation I, I that hope, Eli's in. I hope that's not the case. So. I really – because I'm going to be honest with you. If he does that, I'm going to lose a lot of respect for him. Maybe. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Coach, got any thoughts on AP? Not to reiterate what was just stated. I think, you know, if he does really well this summer, AP did really well. If, if he sucks this summer, it's he's ready to move over to Cowie and he doesn't care anymore. Yep. He's got zero pressure this summer. He's running the long hair, don't care look. Um, I think he's ready to, to have some fun and go racing. Um, they've obviously gotten the Yamaha where he likes it, which is cool. And I think, again, would we be surprised to see a couple splashes in the pan where AP's up there shaking it up? Absolutely not. He'll come off, maybe jump in a mud puddle or two. You can't help but love the guy, you know? No, yeah, but he's, got, he's fearless. you got to love him. Uh, you got to love his... Um, you know the running the redneck look but just it's a breath of fresh air and i think he'll he'll definitely be up there again a good start he'll get up there in the mix if he gets a mediocre start he'll pretty much stay where he's at he has no reason to destroy himself all summer long halfway through the summer what are we going to hear i'm ready to get started with supercross it's a little frustrating for me because we hear it about halfway through supercross i'm going to go ahead and start moving to outdoors (laughs) and then we get halfway through outdoors and we're getting ready for supercross again so that's what i expect from plessinger and even tomac for that matter about halfway through the season if he's not deep in the points so it'll be fun to watch for sure it's always uh, fun to watch. All right. Yeah. Last uh, guy on that team. Last well, guy. Last guy on the team. Thanks to Coach on the last show getting that, uh, that, that news little breaking info, text. That little, yeah. Yeah, breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> um, yeah, Christian Craig. Um, I'm, I'm sure you guys will agree with me on this one, but uh, I definitely think he's going to rip some hole shots. He's going to lead some laps. He's a top five dude, right, on that 4 uh, outdoors? Uh, that's a stretch with some of the talent coming in this season. I mean, maybe – mid to late season Ooh. when the candle starts burning. I don't know, that's, man. He, that's tough, uh, man. He was, he's, like, I'm not a huge Craig Homer, but he's good on that 450 outdoors. He good, but that was on a Honda last year when he did it, too. Well, I guess that's true also. Now uh, we're on this He's Yama, always been Yama really jump. good at getting a start, leading, like, half of the moto, and everybody yeah. being like, holy shit, I think Craig can win, and then just shitting the bed. I will say, though, so, last year, and you kind of admit to – piggyback off that point about how like he's always been oh if he's in a good situation same thing with supercross he always he puts rises, himself in a good situation but the thing is is that we've also seen how he reacts when he's going through adversity like he mm-hmm. hasn't always been the best guy to come through the pack mm-hmm. there was a lot of times last year specifically at redbud where he was you know going from 15th and he got in the top 10 he was getting pressure from eli that one mode of the whole time yeah and he just never broke never yeah. broke i will say that 
after seeing that, it gave me a little bit more confidence about what his 450 career could be. Mm-hmm. But, man, the top five combat, Travis, I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, so here's the thing. Thinking about it now, I do agree more with Cole that as we get longer in the season. Strictly, too, because oh shit, because he's coming off that broken leg. So like, like we got to remember that, too. He just is, got back on the bike last week. Is he just five to, is he five to ten? And I don't know why I said just. Like, that's <sighs> top, top ten, dude. But I think the longer the season goes on, I think he... He moves more towards that five spot most of the time. What do you think, Coach? Your guys are going to love it. I've got him in top three at the end of the season. Oh, oh really? Oh, man. Hot take. Oh, yeah. Hot take. Hot take. Yeah. I just um, – and, and we're going to talk a lot about this as we go through the top three overall. To me, the big thing is uh, who's coming in fresh. Like you just said, unfortunately, Craig has been recovering from the leg injury. But I think when we look at who's coming in fresh, and I hate to see the attrition in Supercross, but it does make for a completely different stage when we go outdoors. I don't care who you are. If you've been on and off an airplane for, what, 15, 16 consecutive weekends, one weekend off, and then a championship, you've got a lot of guys coming in tired. Three weeks does not recharge batteries of three to four months of racing at the level these guys are. So I've got Craig up there. He rides a 450 extremely well. Um, I haven't spoken to him. I, I don't even have him on my cell phone. But um, in regards to if that that leg is healthy, like I say, he's just getting back on the bike. But I don't always think that that's a bad thing either. And he rides the 450 extremely well. I have him as uh, actually third place at the end of the season in points. Hmm. I mean, he, it's true though. I mean, we we sometimes don't we think, know the talents there. Yeah, and yeah. we don't think about that sometimes. Like you know what coach was saying about being fresh because like we just. You know, we've all been around this for so long. We're just like, oh, these guys are used to it. They're used to it. And we know that that's not the case, but we just don't talk about that enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, That kind of shocked me a little bit, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I was I, saying, I'm not sure I'm quite on that bandwagon, but hey. I would love to see it, though. I mean, once again, let's be real. Like, we always kind of see the same, other than Zach Owen last year, we always kind of see the same guys yeah. every year. And then Christian's in third in the points. You go, well, I definitely didn't see that <laughs> shit coming. But I mean, yeah. he, and, we, and if that's the case, that definitely locks him in for a full time 450 well, ride. And yeah. if that, not only that, but that brings a lot more to that Star Yamaha's 450 program. I mean, seriously, yeah. the first you get, you have the best season with Mookie, AP, and Frenchie, and then one of your guys that's not even your full time 450 guy gets top three in points. Yeah, like yeah, everybody's like, oh, a big I'll, deal for them. I want to go ride a Yamaha now, and as Johnny likes to say, a weed whacker. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and you and you hit the nail on the point. Uh, right on top of the head that to me is the behind the scenes motivating factor that i think is going to make craig so hard to beat because he is looking for a 450 contract to be locked down you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so and we talked about this when we were talking about the 250 class craig is in a win-win-win-win situation because he can go over he can stay at yamaha you know so then you've got essentially Tomac, Ferrandez, and Craig. They already had a three-man team this year, so it's not unrealistic for Craig to be there. Craig could go over to Kawasaki if Anderson doesn't want to give up his rock star money. And if you look at – he could even end up over at Husky because you've got Wilson that's going to be leaving. Let's just say hypothetically Anderson does go to Cali. Well, then that leaves another high-ticket item. If Anderson leaves Husky, they can afford to have Craig. So Craig is why – I have him third in the points at the end of the season because he wants to be the best man on Yamaha for an opportunity. If he can shock, shock and show a lot of guys up, it opens him up for the Cowie deal, the Husky deal. Obviously, Anderson's the linchpin in that whole musical chairs. But there's a lot, there's a lot of opportunity for Craig 
And I think he wanted to go 450 a couple of years ago. But again, things happen. Musical chairs, and here we sit. So I, I think he's going to be the guy that's going to have a lot of motivation behind the scenes. Obviously, just like Osborne's back, we won't know what Craig's leg looks like until we get a couple rounds in. Hate to say it, but these guys have kind of a built-in excuse. If I'm not racing well, my leg's not healed. Um, and I like Craig. I like everything about Craig. All I'm saying is it sometimes can be a little bit easy to have that as a as a backup plan. So yep. We have Plessinger with a backup plan, Tomac with a backup plan. Two guys that may not fight you to the end like they normally would, which is a great opportunity for the other riders. Now, one more thing, Coach, before we go to the next team. With you get, having him in top three in the points, does that mean do you think he's going to get top three in the points because of consistency, or do you just think that there's days like he has a shot at getting moto wins? Great question. I think through consistency. Okay. Because I was kind of wondering if you thought, okay, maybe he has a chance of getting some moto wins late in the year. If he's just going to do, hey, I'm going to get a second, I'm going to get a fourth, I'm going to get a third, and no. then my worst moto finish is like sixth. No, I think it goes back to he knows how to manage a series. He knows how to manage a big 450. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so you put those two together with uh, wanting to get a 450 ride in another team or stay at Yamaha. I think he'll he'll play the game correctly. He'll show his value. He'll show his maturity, and uh, I think you'll see him at third based on that on that factor right there, straight up consistency. Okay, all right, fair all enough. Right. All right, all right. Who we got next? Uh, the guy I think that's going to surprise a lot of you. Oh boy, here we but, go. Uh, the, the KTM team. Well, I'm, both of these guys. Are we gonna? You think the one of them is going to surprise, or both is going to surprise? Because I would agree with one of the guys, but I don't think it's who you guys think I'm going to say. Uh. I got both things. So we're talking about Team KTM here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like we so just whatever. Red Bull KTM's up. We're now. talking about Red Bull KTM here. Uh, <laughs> steel Frame Gang, great. Steel Frame Gang. Oh, we're boy. getting into all the Steel Frame teams. But, Love it. Uh, Good guys. I, the first guy I'm going to start with is let's let's start with that second guy that I think you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, and that's Marvin Muscan. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're correct. Um, I think he. He's going to have a real good shot at that thing just because of his consistency. I think we're going to start talking about these guys like Adam and Zacho and Barsha. Would it be wild if he just won the outdoor title? Wow. And, and, and <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting at because I, I think too. his consistency and, and Marv just being Marv is enough to get it done with the inconsistency of these other guys that they've shown. Mm-hmm. Um, his speed might not be the balls out speed but to win. But people forget, though. I mean, this man for three years in a row pretty much was the only guy to consistently beat Eli Tomac. Yeah, I mean, people forget about that. But I understand where you're coming from. But let's not get it twisted. Last season, uh, other than the fact that it was a pandemic season, Marvin was coming off of a bad injury from yeah. the year before. That was not the normal Marvin Muscan. We even saw it in Supercross. It took him a little bit to get going, but once mm-hmm. he did, he got that win. Whether you want to say Coop gave it to him, whatever, which I'm not saying that, but. Uh, he earned that win. Yeah, and people, but there, you know, there's people. Like, oh, Coop, you know, whatever yeah, this and that, whatever. Damn, fucking idiots. Shit. Yeah, like don't take a, a 450 win a credit away from anybody. He got better as the season went on. He ended the season really strong in Utah, and like Cole just said, he knows how to win championships. He knows how to win races, and he knows how to make it through seasons. Yep. And the bike, like he, his bike, is dialed. Yeah, like, for him, yeah, like he's not, he's been he knows that thing like the back of his hand. Exactly. That that's and once again, his environment having Matilda there, like yeah. somebody that's going to push you every day and not let you go. Hey, you're fucking sitting on the couch, not doing no, enough. No neck brace. No, 
No neck brace guy, <laughs> yeah. too. No neck brace guy. Yeah. New is bar. That, is that an extra two seconds a lap? I don't know. Ryan Probably. Hughes would say so. Probably. But uh, <laughs> what, what do you think? You think we sound like a bunch of idiots over here or what? I, Marv is not on my radar at all this summer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I just, um, when I look at it, I think his sales have been deflated a little bit. You know, he's been bridesmaid a couple times. He just was waiting for Dungy to retire. Now Coop comes in. Now he's waiting for Coop to retire. He's going to be I, – I don't have any confirmation of this whatsoever. I would assume he gets pushed over to the gas gas from a branding standpoint. Maybe I'm wrong with that. But I just – you know, there were a couple of races this year that he got a good start and then he just faded backwards. Yep. And I think when he got his supercross win again, it was a perfect storm. Not many people wanted to shake it up with him. It's not that they could have. I mean, Marvin was riding really well that night. Um, I just don't see him. He, he's, he seems to be very frail when we get injury in the category of injuries. Um, does he have the craft? Absolutely. Does he have the speed? Yes. I just don't see him having that ability to keep it together. He's got the he's got the years under his belt. I just think there's too many hungry guys that are just not going to wait to move him. Can you imagine AC and Sexton coming up on him? They're they're not going to wait one nanosecond to get around him. They're, nobody's afraid of Marv. Oh no, people no. are very afraid of Cooper, but nobody's afraid of Marv. And I think it's going to bite him. He's going to move backwards very very quickly. Now, if he gets a whole shot, gets a clean track, would we be surprised to see him get a moto win or even an overall? No. Will it be enough to win the series? I don't believe so. I'd see him fighting though for for quite a while. Yeah, um, but yeah, but this 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 other guy, um, Cooper Webb. Mm-hmm. It, it's real weird to to say that he's kind of a dark horse. Nobody's really expecting him to to do anything. Yeah, but I just kind of knowing his personality and his chip on the shoulder mentality. This is the only title that he does not have. Yeah, um, and I gotta five championships now, and I gotta think that he wants to to have the the perfect championship uh, <sighs> mantle. I guess you could say maybe I don't know, um, man. Can I say just one thing? And, and I, I, I it's just something I think. I think that if he was on a three fifty, this conversation would be completely different. Uh, I think for him on the four fifty, and I and I, you know, I'm a Cooper Webb guy. I love him. I think that he's doing right now in Supercross. I think that he's taking that next level. He was doing what RC and Stu and RV and Dungey did for a while. I think because the way Coop is, and he was even the same way on the 250, every energy that he uses on that bike, everywhere he plants that bike, there's a purpose. Where you get a lot of guys, and we know it, you know, some guys just hang it out, and they're not thinking two steps ahead. They're basically, all right, I'm just pushing it through this section. If the rut's got a G out in it or the braking bump's moved, it's here, then I'll deal with it when I get there. Coop's looking ahead on the track. Everything he does on that bike, there's a reason for it. Where a lot of guys, we know that's not the case. I just, we know that in outdoors, you have to be willing to ride over your head a little bit. And we know that Coop's not really that guy. He Even in the 250s, he won the championship. Everything he did, there was a reason for it on the track. And I think that being on the 450, him not willing to push it a little bit further than some of these other guys, like an AC, like a Sexton, you know, even like an Eli beforehand, like a Zacco. I think that where if he was on a 350, a little bit lighter bike, a little bit more manageable power, I think that this would be a different conversation. But because we're on a 450, we're outdoors. I just, take. I don't, 
I'm with him. I don't I don't see him doing anything. I think he's I think he's a damn honey badger in Supercross, but outdoors I don't you think you don't you don't see him wanting that title that bad. I don't, agree, that, that I don't nope. agree with the not doing anything. The title though, like I said, it's just really hard for me well, because not doing anything means I don't see any supercross style rides where halfway through all of a sudden he's like in fifth place, yeah. not doing anything, 40 seconds down, and then he comes back and wins by 20. Uh, he, could he get a start? Those are some exaggerated numbers. There. Uh, well, if I'm gets, just saying. If Coop gets a start, I think that the conversation is going to be a little bit different on that day. And I, I don't know that it's that exaggerated. If we had the same Cooper Webb in, in outdoors that we had in Supercross, if he's within a minute by halfway, I could see him winning. To be really honest, uh, you're skewed. Yeah, that's, that's a, no that's way. Some, like, Ricky Carmichael shit. No right there. way. My point is, is that I just I, I don't remember a guy that has been that dominant in Supercross that there's that much of a discrepancy between his outdoor skills on a 450 than they are in Supercross. I, mm-hmm. I, I just feel, I just feel like you're gonna see a, a surprise out of him. You're well, gonna 2019. See, let's not forget that was his first season getting that bike dialed in outdoors. Yeah. In 2020, you know, he only raced the first round. And yeah. He, and we know that it was a back. So would it surprise me if he comes out and he's the same guy as he was? No, because of Cooper Webb. I mean, honestly, yeah. he's the most mentally strong guy in the field, in my opinion. But, man, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, d- I don't think he's going to be terrible, but I just don't see him again. He is, in my mind, like everything coach has been talking about with like the guys that have rides for next year, built in yeah. excuses. He doesn't really have a built-in excuse like that. I just don't think he gives a shit. Do you agree, Coach, or disagree? I think it was Trav that said it. We would all love to see the Cooper Webb from Supercross come out, pit bull, rip your head off, spit down your throat kind of guy. I just think he's cashed another very, very big championship check. Uh, He'll go out. He'll go through the motions. If you bring back what the way we started our conversation tonight together, if hurling shows up, we'll see Supercross Webb show up, and it will be the best summer we've seen outdoors. Mm-hmm. Yep. If hurling doesn't show up, Webb is still the top dog because we can never lose sight of that. There's always a race within the race. You always want to be the best guy on the team, whether you're third and fifth or whether you're one and two. You always want to be the top guy. Well, he's got nobody to compete against. He's got no other 450 rider he needs to one-up. It's not going to be hard for him to beat Marv. So, you know, it'll be a little bit different when Plessinger gets over there because Plessinger wants it, Coop wants it. I think we'll see a better level of performance next year from KTM, which is going to be make for some interesting racing. But for the summer, do we would we be a bit surprised if Webb got on a rampage and killed everybody? No, but it, we don't know which Webb's going to show up. Is it the guy that's going to go, you know what? I'm not going to use the Supercross hangover as an excuse. I want to, I want to be one of the legends, which he's already created that mindset for all of us. I know that. But when it comes to that outdoors, he wouldn't be the first guy that becomes very good at Supercross and doesn't really give two shits about outdoors. Jeremy McGrath, some of these other guys that we all know, James Stewart. Um, does Webb start to go that route because he can shorten his you know, season? I think that those guys very quickly get to a point where they make just about the same amount, amount of money doing Supercross only. Who in their right mind would go ahead and agree to do outdoors? Yeah. Double the volume of racing, longer motos, hotter conditions, tracks are out in the middle of nowhere. That's where I see Webb. He's kind of like weighing his, his pros, you know, cost benefit, if you will. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see him be in the points race at the end. And none of us would be surprised to see what he did last year, do it again this year. It's yeah. kind of mediocre out there. It's cool to see Webb, but 
he has nothing to prove on the team and he has nothing to prove outdoors. As he said, I don't give a shit about outdoors. Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot. It says a lot. Yeah, I I don't know. I just got I just feel like he he's gonna want that title at some point. I mean Jeremy McGrath, yeah, he was a, a supercross guy, but he did win one outdoor title just yep. to prove people wrong. He did. And I, I can see Coop kind of having that mentality. People are going to start calling him a Supercross only guy, and that's going to piss him off just enough to to go for an outdoor title. I just want him on a 350. That's it. It's never going to happen. But I sure I sure would like to be wrong though, because I would like to see Webb just go on a rampage. He'd be fun to watch outdoors. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the Webb that won for Star Yamaha racing with a cast and just race yeah. like he was. They had stole the bike. You know what I mean? I'd love to see that Cooper come out this summer. Yeah. Not just, to be redundant, we'll see by round three who's showing up. If yeah. he's if he's on fire, we know what kind of summer we have. But if I go off of last year and we look at that Supercross hangover and, and that kind of stuff, it, uh, I don't I don't expect to see him really that interested in shaking it up. He'll go through the motions. But that'll be about it. Mm-hmm. Now, Coach, if a motivated Supercross Cooper Webb showed up, would he be your favorite for the outdoor title? Definitely top three. Okay, because you've got you've got some fresh guys in there that. Um, that want to validate themselves yep. as the next big thing. And I think one guy is, is going to come out looking like a polished diamond at the end of the summer. I think I know who Coach is talking yeah, about. I, yeah, I, I know so who too. Coach is talking but, about. But I don't think it's this next guy on the list. Probably not. What team are we going to? Husky? Uh, this is a red KTM. Oh, steel, see, We're still in the steel frame gang here. Well, Husky is still frame. Yeah, no. See, here's the thing. I'm going to be... I'm probably going to be the only person at this table that's going to believe this about. And just, Coach, probably we're talking about Justin Barsha. I complete. I don't know where you guys stand on or where Coach's stands. I don't know where a lot of people stand on him. Uh, giant question mark for me. But for me, I think I think 250 Justin Barsha shows up. No way. Why? This is the same. We're going to see the same thing we've seen before. D- really? Was, did super, we, was did Supercross different? Yes, it was. It was exactly different. Are you? Ki- tell me how. Uh, he did drop off like a sack of taters. He dropped off fit? like a sack of potatoes. Did, did you just? completely forget that what he did in that one heat race in salt lake and in the main like the first salt lake no nah, i'm not talking about the last round again uh, it's the same thing we've seen from barsha no, he's gonna not. have flashes in the pan and then he's gonna be he got fourth in points he got fourth in points he got a bunch of time to- he got oh, a bunch of top going fives. at it I that's it. great but it's back. still he dude for most of no, that series the, he was not, all the talk coming in because they did that stupid a1 video and, and he won the, the first race so so his, technically won the first two races if you ask the guest so you think his scene was completely different it was the exact same as the year before in yamaha wasn't even close. I mean, he didn't do as bad, but when you compare relevancy, it still is the same thing. Dude, there were five guys that we talked about at the end of the season. It was Cooper Webb, Ken Roxon, Eli Tomac, Chase Sexton. How many points was, was he Martin. out at the end of the season? Enough to make him irrelevant. And how, big, uh, how far ahead of was in fifth in the points? Maybe. I don't... Uh, he did have some killer rides where he came from the back. And there were rides, too. We talked about the second round in Houston when he lost a shifter and he was stuck in second. He got stacked up in the first turn. How many? How hard did he make Eli's life a lot of the races this year when they were battling? Yes. Exactly. That was not the same as the year before. The year before, halfway in the season, he gave up. I'm just saying, in my mind, no. relevancy was, was, not argument. A, was not a whole lot different this no, year. I and I don't disagree. see outdoors going a whole... Justin spitting. Uh, that's all right. Dude, I'm going to get mad. Don't worry. I completely disagree. I don't disagree. see outdoors going any differently nope. than what it has. Nope. He's going to show some flashes of brilliant, and we're going to be like, Barsh is back. Yay. Gets like a couple of podiums, maybe a moto win, maybe an overall win. But then the rest of the time, it's going to be uh, fourth to eighth place, dude. And by the end, by the time so you get the bad? end, by the, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm just saying he's not taking some giant step here. You're saying like 250 Barsha is coming back, yeah. which makes me, which 
makes so, me feel like you're insinuating he's going to take some step. He's not going to take a step, dude. Mm-hmm. So what's 250 Barsha on this 450 to you, Justin? <laughs> Wins in top three pretty much 95% of the time. Negative. Not uh-huh. a fucking chance. You're okay. high. Okay. You're high as fuck right okay. now. Okay. All right. What did you do while oh. I was outside peeing? Okay. All right. Because I completely disagree with you. Do you think a Supercross season was just like it was last year? It was not even close. I mean, he at How least finished was Bar- the, he, he at least Barsha finished was the on year. screen almost more than anybody for what he was doing. Are you, ta- are you kidding me? Barsha was on screen more than anybody? I what? said almost more than anybody of oh, the guys Jesus that was not. Christ. You and I watch different Supercross seasons. Besides Chase, be, talking about the guys that were not battling for top three in the points, it was Justin Barsha and Chase Sexton. I will give you that, it, I will give you that he, is definitely, he was definitely more relevant this year in Supercross than he has he been. He just said he wasn't relevant. You contradict yourself more than anybody I know, bro. I will give you he's been more relevant than he has been in past Supercross seasons, but the dude is, dude, it's, it's not... Such a Barsha hater. He is not going to, which is crazy because I loved Barsha when we started doing this show. I have a shirt and a hat. Such a Barsha hater. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, completely I got disagree. the 5-1 shirt and hat. What do you I, got? Yeah, I don't really know. Like, I'm completely out on him. I will let Coach t- put his opinion in. I, like I said, I, and, I, and it won't surprise me if Coach is on the same train as you guys because I know that I'm probably the odd man out in thinking this, but I just I did not see the same. Yeah, everyone on the internet right now thinks you're high as fuck. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach, go ahead. Hey, sorry, Coach. That was a little ridiculous, but that's how Is things Justin go. Is Justin on drugs, Coach? <laughs> um, does Barsha have a two-year deal at Gas Gas? Ooh, that, yes, that, I, think I, so. I think so. I believe yeah. that's what the deal is. That, yeah, okay. yeah, he'll float outside top ten. Boom. That's, Suck it. That's yeah. fine. Like <laughs> now, I said. Now next, now, next year, next year, when he's got a contract up, we'll see the Barsha of old where he comes in and wants to just smash everybody. Why? Contract. Every time Barsha's on a contract here, we see the Barsha we all love, yeah, and we saw this Travis's Cross. thing. Is he going to come out? He starts every season with a bang, ends with a fizzle, and it's it's frustrating as heck as a fan because we all want to watch Barsha throw those ridiculous pancake flat tabletop upside down in your face. Look at my oil pan plug, and then he just doesn't do it anymore. Um, even resorting back to just smashing people in the corners back in eleventh place, like why, why, yep, why? Would we love to see the Barsha come out? If he's on the second, if he's on the first year of a two-year deal, I don't think we'll see much on Barsha. If he gets a good start, sure, he'll he'll play around with the boys for a little bit, but they won't. He won't be able to hold a candle to him. I would put him a much higher threat next year when it's contract year, just based off of what we know about Barsha. Love to watch him; he's a beast, but he's making too much money. He gets too complacent, too easy. And it just it drives me nuts. So I see him floating in that eight to fifteen range when it all settles down because we've got twelve guys here. They all, you know, you know what? As I look at the list, maybe I'm upside down and backwards. <laughs> if Plessinger cares less than Webb and Webb cares less than Barsha, then Barsha will do well. I mean, that's that's the only way you can really look at it. Yeah. Because we are we are boiling this down to twelve guys that could essentially go out and race based on sheer equipment. And if we're saying Plessinger may or may not care, you know, we, we have Tomac who doesn't give two shits. Webb doesn't give a shit. Marvin's fragile. Well, we just put him in the top five, you know, there's a lot of moving parts on. I hate to say this because it makes our, our sport look so soft. It all depends on what mood these guys are in. And it's almost getting as bad as the Justin Hill days. We don't know if we're getting guitar Jerry in the corner <laughs> or if we're getting the guy that could just win every weekend if he really wanted to. Yeah. I'll tell. I'll tell you what, Justin. Where do you think he's going to finish in points? I have to think about that more. 
All right, think about it. get back to I really the don't know. Because I really don't know. Think about it. get back See, to the, the, the thing, end of the show. And we're going to do this at the end of the show. And like we talked about with Coach on the last, we have who's going to be your top guys, yeah. injured and uninjured. I'm As I sit here right now, and I've been thinking about this the last couple of days since I knew the show, we were doing the show, I don't really know. I don't have a favorite for this list. I kind of have an idea of who coaches because I listen to his thing with Cooksey, <laughs> and I know where you're going to go. Not so much with you, Cole, but I don't really know because I think for the first time ever, we do not have a clear-cut favorite because of everything yeah. we've said, what coaches said. I know that there are people that other that are leaning towards, but also I could come up, and we're going to talk about them, arguments of why I don't think those certain people could I'll, be favorites. I will agree with that. So I don't really know. Like I say this about Justin, but... I just don't really know. Like I, we don't know because we don't know what everybody else is going to do. Like Coach has said mm-hmm. plenty of times, where are we going to be after the third round? Yeah. See, here's the thing. With Barsha, if he's second or third in the points after the third round, if the guy that I think is going to show up, he could win the whole damn thing. But if the guy that you guys are saying and Coach is saying, he could go from third to seventh in the points real quick. Yep. So it's like we, we don't know. All I'll say is is that if, if the guy that I think is going to show up, and like I said, I know that I'm on the outs on this, and I just – I like Justin. I really do. He pissed me off as an amateur because the guys I was helping, we were always around him. He was a little shithead, MTF connection. But because I've seen what he's grown up into and the way he's done things and how much success he's had, yeah, does this, some of the stuff he does. I don't like it. Nobody does. But I think that he could win a championship based off of his talent. But once again, we just don't ever know with him. Yeah. So I, I'll have to think about that the more we go. But I don't, I just, I don't really know. I just think he's going to be better than everybody thinks he's going to be. But like I said, if he gets 8 to 12 or 10th, it's not going to shock me. Yeah. Because it's what he does sometimes. All right. Next on the list. Well, hang on, though. I want, oh Coach boy. made a point that got my gears turned Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, taking the money he's making and stuff um, on the money side of things. Yeah. Uh, Coach, how big of a hit did he take going to TLD, or is he kind of on that same level as far as money goes? Same level. Is he? Wow. Okay. Yep, so they did pick level. up that compensation for the yep, A-Star sure contract. Did. And that was a lot, too, because you think about what that Alpine Star deal was worth and the, and the drink deal and all that. Yeah. Uh, but TLD wanted that. They wanted a marquee guy. You know, they didn't want to go in kind of like the way JGR started. They, you know, Troy, he does it right or he doesn't do it at all. Mm-hmm. And Barsha was pretty much the best guy on the availability list. And they went after him. And again, this is the, the, the fun part, bad part, frustrating part, depending on what side of the coin you're with. Musical chairs being at the right place at the right time, because you have to go back. Who was even available when Troy wanted to convert from, you know, to go over and go to Gas Gas and have a 450 rider? Yep. Pretty much Barsha was your best man available. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he didn't uh, he didn't take much of a pay cut to go over there. Um, there might be some agents that know more than I do, but from what I've heard, it, there was not anything that he really had to take a hit on the chin for. Yeah, he's got to be right around, think, a, around a milli. I think I would say that Tomac took a bigger hit than 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 what Barsha took, for sure. Hmm. Well, wasn't his A-Stars deal like over 500 k I was here like seven fifty or something. Oh uh, no, I mean no I don't I don't, I don't know. I just know that, that high, it was at least five hundred over five hundred just for a star. Yeah, so I mean maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's even less, or maybe that there, maybe he was making more than that. But I just know that it, it was at least five hundred k. But once again, he yeah. might be more than that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have didn't any think, idea. I didn't think that he. I know it's I'm a lot. Sorry. I'm sorry, the phone broke up. What's 500k? What he's making or what he got cut? His I, no, his, his Alpine Stars I, deal. I'd heard that it was 500k, but like I said, I don't. 
mentioned, I heard his Alpine Star deal. Most of the Alpine guys are at a, a million apiece. I see, think Tomac's a little bit more than that. So yeah, the like. So see, I, I was, was going to say that because so that's what I thought I heard, but I didn't want to well, say a million apiece. <laughs> well, like I said, wow. I had heard five hundred k, but that's why I made the comment that I might be too low on that. Yeah. Wow. So wow. even so even at that, like a million apiece, and then you've got. Then you got your team. And a million wow. a milli a piece for dudes when you don't Just, even really sell gear in the U.S. All you sell is boots. Wow. Yeah, we're more yeah. Well, surfing but think about shit. this. This this is goes back. What year was it when Barsha was pretty much doing the privateer thing out of the back of his van and he looped out on the starting 20, gate? 18? 2018. 18? Yeah. yeah, I think so it was 18. Every, so some of our talking pundit friends, which we will <laughs> keep nameless, we're running around like, whoa, Barsha, he's so poor. He's out of his van. Bullshit. He's fucking making a million dollars a year that particular year. I know for a fact he was making a million dollars with Alpine Star. Mm-hmm. And to your point, the last couple of years, maybe he was only making, uh, listen to us, only a mil- half a mil. <laughs> only. But, yeah. So when they're like, oh, poor Barsha, you know, he's having to pit out of his own van. Well, he's still flying to the race and someone's driving his van around and he's still getting a million bucks from Alpine. And he's getting you know, bike products that you and I can't even buy. He wasn't too much on a struggle bus. Mm-hmm. So don't feel too sorry for the guy. Yeah. And um, that's again where some of our talking pundits like to kind of spin the truth and create a sensationalism that just doesn't exist. And it just irritates me to no end. Barsh <laughs> has been pretty much making bank since 2009. Yeah, I mean, His you got to think he was just had, so just a million off the gear. He's getting Scott goggles, I mean, which is probably good. I, I don't, I, uh, awry. I think oh, when he went pro in 2009, I think the only other person on that team that was making more money than him was was Kennard. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah. I, I mean, shit. He had his own CRF 150 commercial. Yeah. I want to ride. I want to ride. <laughs> so he's been making good money ever since he was on 85s. If yeah. you really roll well, it back, yeah. And Red Bull was paying him and shit. Like he yeah. was, he was the next big thing. So yeah, that that dude's been making money for a long, long time. Yeah, yep. yeah a long time. Yeah. yeah. So don't he, be feeling sorry for Mr. Barsh. Oh, I don't feel. Is. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Anybody that does no. just doesn't know. But that's right. All right, next team, Cole. Because we're getting late here, so yeah, let's roll. Well, I think this team has coach's title pick on it. This is uh, Kawasaki. Yeah, I think it does um, too. The one guy we've kind of already touched on. Okay. We think he's just going to go through the motions. I say we've all we've all pretty much established. I think we're all on the same page that Tomac is going to probably mail it in. Except Washugal. Uh, well, Washugal, if he gets starts, I think he'll. No, I think Washugal. Whether he, Eli, I think could honestly be mailing it in and get seventh the entire year, and we go to Washugal and he ain't getting touched. Let's okay. be real. He has not been. I like, think he could show up at a race and not get touched. What about <laughs> what about uh, what's it called? What about uh, Southwick? Southwick? No, because he proved everybody debunked that theory when he got beat. What was it? When Zacho beat him and Marv beat him. Oh Andale. yeah, that's right. Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, Eli's the Sand King, this and that." And then that's Marv right, and Zacho that. Go yep, out yep. And beat him straight up. No, you're right. But Washugal, I mean, tell me the last time he's gotten beat at Washugal. About when was the last time he got beat at Daytona? Exactly. Probably about the same. Yeah. Exactly. Probably about the same year. First and second, I didn't know where you were going with that, but exactly. Like, yeah. It hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, he could be shit in the bed the whole entire year. We go to Washugal, and he beats everybody by 20 seconds. Yep. So, I mean, he's... What if he just shocks us all, just comes out, no, dominant Tomac, no, fucking wins no. the title, takes that number one plate to that Yamaha. When we go to Yamaha, when we talk about that, like, people will be like, oh, maybe the conversation's different, but I think everybody's going to go... This is going to be the same thing last year. He's going to be just average, yeah. which us sitting up here talking about average, and he's fucking still one of the fastest dudes in the world, fucking looking like Tars. Well, and you, something that I think would be funny, can you imagine when Tomac has one of those races where he's just on a rail? Let's say he gets a mediocre start. Is he going to really make Plessinger and Ferrandis look bad? Maybe. 
I does, mean, does he want to hurt his does he want to hurt his new employer's feelings that he just made their bike look like shit as he ran his cowie around them like they were tied to a good, pole? It's a good point. I just well, I, I mean, is it making it look bad, it. or is it just selling himself more of like? Frenchy just might just like, wait till I get on your bike. Frenchy uh, might just cross he, jump him though. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't need to sell himself. I mean, that's the sad part. Whether you look at it, whether you like the guy or not, had Yamaha like not him. given him that opportunity, he'd be the first guy in history that would go from top of the podium to unemployed. Yeah. If it had been at any other time, if Sexton hadn't gotten his sealed deal, obviously Roxon's already there. If AC didn't already have a sealed deal there. Obviously, Cowie didn't even leverage the first rider refusal. If Star Yamaha didn't want him, where would he go? Mm-hmm. Yep. He would go into unemployment in Cortez and say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go, go ahead and tap out now. Yep. Like like I said, I, I think that he could just be the same guy as last year, and then we go to Washougal, and I, I, I'd i pick him. Both motos. Does, Everywhere I mean, else. Like I'm I said, not he arguing be, that point at all. He would be mediocre. But like I said, I think for whatever reason, him at Washougal, he's not going to let his pride – He's yeah. not going to let people beat him there. But as for the rest of the year, yeah, I think everybody on this phone, they, we all agree. It's just going to be the kind of the same as last year. Yeah, so let's talk about AC then. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean. Go ahead. Coach, start us off with AC here because we know you got some good takes here. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it, it goes back to like we were saying. If he stays healthy, which is a million-dollar question for all of us, but I, I think you're looking at your 2020 Outdoor National Champion. I think you'll see – fastest qualifier i think you'll see very very consistent almost i would be very surprised to see him out of the top five all every single round throughout the season sands a mechanical or you know uh, i didn't want to say an injury but more mechanical i think would be the only thing that would take him out of the top five because if he gets injured unfortunately it'll be an injury that'll finish the season for him Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think and, and just so you guys know, my prediction for the 450 is a little different for your show than it was on Cooksey and the Coach, just because, oh. you know, we've had a couple of weeks and you hear some things that are going on. Ooh. But I think AC knows how to manage the series. I think he's ready to manage the series. Nobody's more frustrated with his lack of consistency than himself. Maybe his dad's the only one matter than him. <laughs> um, but I think AC has got that athletic maturity. He's got age on his side now. I think he's built that durability. I'm not in demand friends, but I think he, with having Nick Way there, he can keep him grounded, help mm-hmm. him keep things in perspective, which I really don't think Adam needs. Um, when you look at AC, when he lost that championship at Vegas and Daniel Blair was able to get over and get that interview, that Nick Way had no dog in that fight. That was 100% AC character coming through, showing him swallowing his pride, giving a, an interview that I don't think any of us will ever forget. I still get goosebumps thinking about how incredibly authentic that was and how Daniel was able to get it. That those type of experiences for AC are what makes AC your outdoor champion this summer. Hands down. Have you, um, have you, has anybody seen him ride? I've seen preach uh, videos of him at like Glenn Holland. And, um, I was just about to ask in California or Florida. Right now. He's in California. Okay. Wow. Yeah. He's in California. Hmm. Is he, uh, he's going to be, is he training at Stu's place still? Like, I think for outdoors? Co- coach would be the guy that would know that question. Over With Sexton? I would say no. He, no. Is, he has been in California pretty much since Supercross got over. I haven't seen any documentation of him being here at all. Um, he used to train at Sandbox with um, with Roxon, and I know for a fact he has not been there. But I, I haven't talked to anybody that says he's in Florida. Uh, and if he was in Florida, he would be with Sexton out there at James's place. Okay. Everything I've seen and heard is that He's been out in California. He wanted to stay close to 
test tracks and everything else. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing because like I haven't, I haven't seen him on any of the uh, like Racer X videos or whatever. From he's been on more uh, of uh, swaps videos. Oh, has he? Stuff. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. Watch a lot of other stuff. So. Like I said, I just I agree with everything Coach is saying, but I just and this is how I've always been with AC. It's just going to be like a yard sale. Like it always Loretto's scares. Too. It always it always scares me. Is he going to make it through the whole season? Now, last year he obviously is a rookie. He got it figured out pretty early. Was said got second in the points. Was closing in on Zacho. We know the speeds there, and I I wouldn't surprise me to coach's point that if he's fastest qualifier at ninety five percent of the rounds, it just the one thing always with him is it always scares me. Is he going to make it through the whole season without making that big oaf? Yeah, I just that's why I. I just, I'm out on him winning the title. If we're going to go off that, if we're going to go off everything else, yeah, 2021 450 Outdoor Champion, I can't argue with it. I mean, he's got, he checks every box, except can he make it through the whole entire season? But Coach is right. He knows how to manage stuff. Yep. His speed's there. His fitness is there. But also, to Coach's point, if he crashes, it, 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 we know it's going to take, if it's bad, <laughs> it's going to take him out for the whole season. If he crashes, usually it's a pretty good one because yeah. he's going so damn fast. And so. I just I, that's the, always the thing that scares me with him is is can he make it through the entire season without having that moment? And he just we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I know that last year he got second in the points, so was that? But he still had moments. Yeah, there were still moments. Dude, where look he, at that first Loretta's race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Which, by the way, good on whoever caught that on camera first before yeah. the GoPro footage came out. Which yeah. how the hell did the? I don't know how NBC didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, but I mean. That's just my thing with him. I really want to. I really want to get on coach's level and just be like, "Yeah, dude, hell yeah, the champion." But man, I can't fully commit to it because I'm I'm with you to the fact of like, man, is he gonna be able to hold it together? Now, I think if he does hold it together and he and you know he does what coach says and mm-hmm. you know whatever wins this title, I mean, then we're having completely different conversations coming into 2022. Completely yeah. different conversations. If he gets where he can hold together a full 450 season, everything changes. But for right now, it's like, yeah, I could see it. But at the same time, I could also see him lawn darting and fucking, you know, three rounds in and being done for the summer. So, yeah. I don't know. Cole, you got anything on it? Oh, oh, oh. What uh, was that, Coach? Uh, pardon me. I didn't mean to interrupt you at all. No. My big thing is second year on the 450, I feel like he's got more of the settings down. You know, that first year when you're getting on and you're shaking, the, you know, it's one thing to go the rounds on a 250, but it's a different animal to, to work that out with the 450. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me a lot of Poto when he started to really sink with that Cowie, even Tomac for that matter. You know, yeah, we heard over and over again it was a new bike. and Tomac was taking time to gel with it. And then he just went out and just stamped everybody last year. That's where I think that uh, you will see AC. You've got another year under his belt. I think he's learned that he can go fast and he doesn't have to win every single lap. Notice I didn't say every race. I think he still needs to win every race just so he can do the humiliation game that he's good at. That's where he and Webb, I think, will start to really bring their swords together. God, that'd be awesome to see those battles. The the Mm -hmm. idea here is, is he knows that his fast is fast enough. But I think, and I'm not making excuses for him, Whenever I would go back and watch some of his, it seemed like he was like his. Whenever he would hit the ground, a lot of it seemed like he was reacting to the bike. Like it surprised him. It wasn't like you remember that year when Tomac came in and just bitch slapped himself to the ground and blew both of his shoulders out. <laughs> yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah, that wasn't like a bike issue. Just he came in super hot, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But if I watch some of them, not all of them, but when I watch some of AC's wrecks. It always seems like he like tries to counterbalance the bike because it looks like he gets surprised by it. And hmm. 
I feel like another year on that 450, the chassis, the mechanics, everybody knows AC a little bit better. We always see that second year where some of the rough bumps get smoothed out. AC is a little smarter, a little bit more mature, where the bike he's a little more familiar with. That's why I'm so adamant that he's going to manage it lap by lap, round by round. And that's why I think he's going to be so difficult to beat outdoors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't argue it. Like no, I said, I don't, it, I don't, I don't it could that. easily I, go that I, way. I agree with everything Coach said, but I, like, and then. Like Justin, there's going to be that one thing that I'm worried about. And like I said, if that one thing doesn't happen, yeah, I don't think anybody can really agree. He's got to be the fa- one of the, if not the favorite. It's just, once again, like I just, I, I don't know, which why I said well, I think this is the first yeah. year we don't have a clear cut favorite, in, yeah, my, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But, but make, what makes it really interesting, too, is Sexton, he's good for one of those one things that's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been very stewish all Supercross seasons, just wadding his brains out. <laughs> whoop speed. <laughs> uh, whoop speed. Um, and then spectacular crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Zach Osborne's usually good for one of those what the fucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, or, or two what the fucks. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, let's well, m- And something nope. to remember, too, and this is what's going to be my theme through the top three tonight. AC is the freshest yep. yes. of all these guys. So you add on top of that, he's fresh and he's pissed because he missed out on a lot of bonus money and maybe even championship dollars, top three, top five, maybe. So he's going to be pissed. He's going to be fresh. That's another add to the the nod of why I think he's going to be so dominant this summer. Yep. So I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't think anybody, even the dipshit talking pundits can can disagree <laughs> with any of that because i mean everybody even if you're not an ac fan every nobody can deny everything that coach just said like it's true yeah there's nothing about it like he you know he's inflating it it's it's all true we all seen it last year when he got it figured out he went on that little run after he finally got over the hump and won a moto at Redbud. yep look what he did the next couple rounds yeah i can't remember yep. what his moto scores were but i don't think he, he finished went on a tear i don't think mm-hmm. he finished worse, worse than second in one of those motos no. so and let's be real Taking nothing away from from Sexton and Craig, he should have won that last moto at, at Paula. Yeah, yeah, he, he should have. He, mm-hmm. he was gone pretty much in that moto. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I just like I said, it's hard for me to kind of like at Supercross. It's kind of hard for me to not expect it out of him until he reaches that hump. When yeah. he reaches that hump, then we're having different conversations. Because that's the thing, he got the moto win out of there. Yeah. Now the next thing, obviously, which is crazy because it's that big of a jump, but for somebody like AC, it is moto win overall championship yep whereas other guys it's kind of like stringing more together for him it's moto win overall got both of them championships the next time to get over with yep and then we like you said travis going in 2022 we have a completely different conversation now Mm -hmm. because now we finally got to that level yep so all right who's our next team uh next team your favorite woody woodpecker honda yeah you 2002 ricky carmichael honda looking motherfucker yeah all right so anyway (laughs) so i think Everyone on the call here, including Coach, can pretty much agree that Kenny is a wild card, and we don't. None of us really think he's even going to make it through the whole summer, or if he even shows up this summer. Yeah. So, I mean, he's out in California pounding out motos with everybody else at the Stopwatch Nationals. But well, here's the thing: you say that, and people say that, but the question is: is videos are really easy to manufacture. Okay. He's he's riding yeah, in he's, California. Yeah, he went right around one corner, and somebody got a picture of it. I yeah. mean, I saw a picture of him throwing it upside down. That doesn't mean he's out there like 
hey man, we're gonna go do an oppo, and then I'm just gonna go home. Well, he is he is riding because that Bob Bones kid. No, I, I'm not saying he's posted, not riding. Posted because he was at Elsinore the other day when they all were there riding. I just he, he had videos of Kenny actually riding. So Kenny's actually riding. Maybe Bob only Bones a couple coming through. It, well, maybe co- only a couple laps at a time. Well, but coach you know. just got back from California. Maybe he still is in California. Yeah. It, was Kenny riding, coach? Like, did you see any any sighting of him? No, I did not see anything with him out there while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of interesting. I haven't seen much footage of him riding anywhere. Neither have I. You know, nothing's been documented. Nothing's been really shown. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see where he's at. Um, I don't see him lasting the summer. I see him wilting like a, a leaf in the summer sun pretty quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, and then it's going to be well i want to spend time with my son and all that goes with it and i and please understand for the listeners sake i'm not mocking them no. i just outdoors is a real man's sport it gets really hot it gets really long season and i just don't see you know i don't see kenny wanting to go the distance and similar to what we said earlier he's got a good contract whether he finishes outdoors or not so there's not a lot of motivation for him to have to dig He's yeah, not going to do it. I mean, the thing with with me, if Kenny shows up, what I could see happening is him going on a tear for the first two, three rounds, and then we get to Red Bud because, like I said, it sounds like Southwick is not going to be the round before Red Bud now, and then it just goes to shit and everything because that's when we're real because we don't high point sometimes is hot, but we don't know Pennsylvania in June. It could be either way. It could be really hot and muggy, or it could be you know a cool seventy five degrees. But we get to Red Bud with it being at the normal time that it is this year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hot. Yep. I mean, we're about to hit 90 degrees, which for Coach, being from Florida, is not hot at all. <laughs> it's like a winter day. But um, it's going to be 90 degrees already here at the end of this week, which is the first time in a long time it's been that hot in Michigan. So we could get to Red Bud, and it'd be 100 degrees out. I'm scared to ride on Saturday. <laughs> it's supposed to be so hot. Dude, we don't uh, even have – we haven't had rain, dude. It's going to be miserable up here. So, I know. To my point is, is that – if Kenny races this summer, I could see him going out and doing Ken Rocks and things a la 2016 and dominating the first three rounds or two or whatever, and then we get to Red Bud, and it's it's done. Yeah. It's it's over with. I mean, he could be in second and go to 15th. Yeah. Like he you know, pretty much did that last round in Supercross for no freaking reason. He could do the first one and then just say, oh, man, hurt my toe, and I'm out. And which is the biggest. That's exactly right. It just bothers me because everybody knows whether you're a Ken Rocks and fan or not when Kenny's on it outdoors. Oh, yeah. It's cool to watch. It's next level. But mm-hmm. once again. I just don't see it. I mean, yep. Supercross, it's, you know it's got a bad taste in his mouth. But not, oh, yeah. not in the way with, oh, this is motivation to go out and kill it. This is, well, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really care. Well, who, who wouldn't want to see Roxon of RCH days? I mean, oh, that was just poetry and motion. Because then mean, he'd be your on. favorite, in my opinion. At least in my opinion. He'd be the favorite. Absolutely. But yep. we just know it's not going to happen. But his teammate. No. See, this is see, <laughs> I, you're going you're gonna to be a little shocked for me on this one. Here's now. another one that's... That could be good. Chase Sexton. Yes. There's going to be a what the fuck wad up, though. I mean. He's going to eat shit Stu style. Where is Stu's most notorious outdoor crash? Uh, I don't know. The one at Hang, or not Hangtown, High Point. High Point. The step down double. When he landed on No, no, that was Unadilla. Oh, okay. Step down when he was. Step down the crossroad. When him and Ricky were having one of the baddest battles best battles ever huh yep they and were then, going back and then he comes back that same season the bike locks up at southwick that was a pretty good oh uh, well yeah you know what's crazy thing is his bike locked up at southwick twice in his career yeah. it lapped up in 2012 or 2013 when he was out front by what 20 if, seconds okay yeah. let me let me throw this situation out here yeah, i think it was a clutch. you know we all talk about he's training with Stu, and you know he's doing Stu things what if Stu gets him to do Stu things and he goes 24 and 0 
Yeah, yeah I'm just saying. No, shut. Well, I'm just you saying. What drugs, you, you I'm doing, what drugs you were you high. doing? That was just okay. That well, was just a hypothetical. First off, yeah, you wasn't what? shutting yourself in the oven while you're wasn't super, yeah, you wasn't super wasn't super serious. It was just a hypothetical. I'm just saying. We all talk about Stu getting him to do getting Sexton to do Stu things. What if Stu gets Sexton to do Stu things and go 24-0? See, the real hard thing for me is, and you know, I, I spent a lot of time around Chase. I spent a lot of time around his dad, Keir, when yep. he was, you know, younger because, you know, the guys I was helping, we raced him a lot in the 85, super mini, schoolboy, you know, all B classes. Chase, I still like him. I think he's a great kid. I think his dad is amazing. <laughs> I think what his dad's done for him, the guidance that he's given him. I just have had a sour taste in my mouth with Chase the last couple of years because I kind of feel like after he got that title when Forkner went out, he started thinking, well, oh, now, you know, now people should just give, you know, now it's my way. Like, I'm the big dog. Like, that issue with Nichols that happened at the end of 2020 in Supercross in mm-hmm. Vegas or in Utah, I'm sorry. He just, his excuses always bothered me. But yeah. I will say that if, because you know he's motivated, especially with what's going on with Kenny. Mm-hmm. Stu there. And it's crazy to think because he only has one outdoor win on a 250, and then we never saw him again because he blew himself out at WW. Yeah. If Chase is coming in with the same motivation, the same speed that he did at the end of Supercross, and he learns to dial it back a little bit, just a little bit, and realize something that his mentor and Stu didn't do with instead of giving 100% all the time, I'm going to click it down to like 92%. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be, and I can't believe I'm about to say this. I honestly believe that he's the fastest guy in the class. Sexton? Yes. I, I would agree with that. I, and, and, and no disrespect to AC. No <laughs> disrespect to when Tomac's feeling it. But what I saw at the end of Supercross out of Chase, even at the beginning when he was leading the round in whatever, Houston, Houston. and then he just dropped into the pocket and got pitched. I think outright speed. I think he is the fastest guy in the class, hmm. but he's got to back it down a little bit. And I think if he learns to back it down a little bit, I I don't know. I don't have anything to argue with this. And it's crazy for which me to is say weird because I've I've had such a big issue with Chase the last two yeah, years. Yeah, you have. I have, but I still like the kid. Like mm-hmm. I said, I watched him grow up. Yeah. I just if he just needs to learn to dial back a little bit. And also, the fact that he faded, I know that he was pushing his brains out that last round. The fact that he faded, though, concerns me a little bit. Mm-hmm. That'd be more of a co- question for Coach. But that concerned me a little bit about how hard he dropped anchor. Yeah. I don't know if he just he pumped up. He wasn't controlling his breathing because we know he was on a rails and he wanted to get to the front. But let's be real. He dropped anchor hard yep. at the end of that race. Well, so did Kenny. Whatever. It's a Honda thing. But it, No, I think, <laughs> let's be real, that was a different. That was different. I know uh-huh. what you're saying, and it's funny, but it was different. Um. I, I don't know. All right, Coach, give us your four one one on the Sexton deal here. I have to agree with you one hundred percent. I think Sexton's value and his his inventory value dropped probably fifty percent with his comments at the end of the at the end of the Supercross season. He should have never said, "Oh, the speed was too fast. I just got tired." Because I'm thinking that's why I've taken him out of my top three overall is I don't see him yeah speed wise I totally agree especially through those whoops I mean nothing I mean it gives you goosebumps because it's like looking at Reed and Stewart going mm-hmm. through the whoops all over again yep but the fact that he, he doesn't have the ability to sustain that for a supercross race um, and this is where I, I was gonna go down that thread of thought where who's coming in fresh and Sexton just laid it out there he essentially and I'm no disrespect but he got hurt. He didn't even race every single round of Supercross because no. he was hurt. 
Then he goes to the last race of the season, granted, at altitude, which I know is difficult. But he's like, yeah, I just couldn't hold the pace. I'm like, dude, if I'm racing against you, I'm going to press the pace hard and early and expose you as quickly as I can. So because of that, I have Sexton, unless AC gets hurt, I don't even have Sexton in the top three. Um, I just, I think he'll have the speed, but I think, and I hate to say this, I really like Sexton as a person, but he is a little soft in between the ears. He is. And I think that last race of the year, if it hurt anyone's confidence, it hurt his own. Hmm. Where he's like, oh, shoot, I can go that fast, but I can't hold it. What's he going to do when that goes outdoors? <laughs> what's that going to do when that goes two rounds with a one-hour break? And what's that going to do all summer long? I think you're going to see Sexton be on struggle bus for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, you know, he only has one 250 outdoor win in his entire career. And he got that one at Paula in the 450, the last round. And like we just all agreed on, he got it handed to him because of AC. And Craig was pressuring him that whole entire time. So that race could have gone either way. And to Coach's point, exposing it. Or if you're out front, Chase passes you on the outside, just like James did. And you sit back there, hey, I'm going to keep it within three, four seconds. I know this dude's going to crack at some point. Not maybe even if it's not mental. I know he's going to fade. You're not worried, I don't think. Like if you're set, if you're AC, you're sitting there going, I already know all this about Chase. Mm-hmm. I know what he can and can't do at the end of a moto. Yep. I'm not going to be worried. You think, it, you know, like I said, Redbud, when it's 100 degrees out, whatever, and the humidity's whatever it's going to be, I don't think those guys are going to worry about that because they know he's going to blow himself out. So maybe he's going to try to do what Stu did all out of years where I'm going to try to get the start. I'm going to try to gap, run two seconds faster than everybody. And by the time we get to 25 minutes, I have such a built-up gap. It doesn't matter that I'm dropping three seconds a lap. Mm-hmm. And then maybe have enough left in the tank if somebody closes the gap that last lap. But once again, we've seen it with Chase. When he gets to that point and he starts getting mentally frustrated, he hits the ground. Well, yep. And to your point on mentally frustrated, um, I know there are a lot of times, like even on the local level here, where there's that guy that you're riding with at the track or whatever. You spot him a few seconds and you chase him down and just oh, yeah. mentally ruin him. Yeah. Are these two riding and training together during the week this year? Who's that? AC and Sexton. Well, the coach's point, he said, and I thought actually the opposite, so I didn't know that. I would have figured AC wouldn't be going back to Stu's, but if they're riding and training together, AC, you can play the mental game right there. And I don't, so. and Chase can't. That was, that's been proven in his 250, yeah. his yeah. last two years in the 250 class. So. He can't play the mental game. Mm-hmm. He's not good at it. So if AC runs him down and ruins him during the week, there might be some changes. In but that like program. I said, also, don't get it twisted from my side. I think that if Chase gets a start and he does pull a gap, it's going to be really hard to run him down yeah. because he's going to pull at AC and he's just going to sprint his brains out. But I don't think he's going to have it at the end of the race. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, that's what scares me about him. Yep. It's kind of a wild well, card I team. Teasing, I know we're teasing a little bit about the heat, but let's not forget where Sexton went one DNF for, you know, WW ranch <laughs> yeah. as he learned to manage the heat. Um, and this is another topic that we can do on a different show, but, you know, exposing yourself to the heat every day, there's, there's this false sense of security that you think training in the heat every day is going to make you stronger in the heat. And there's a point of diminishing returns, just like <laughs> anything, especially mechanically driven. Mm-hmm. Heat is an energy robber. When you train three hours a day in it, cross train ride all that you do and then you try to race in it on the weekend you just prematurely fatigue the body has sexton learned from that james stewart doesn't have the best reputation <laughs> other than getting ivs from a nurse in between motos to <laughs> deal with that kind of issue you know yeah so i don't know who sexton works with um i don't really care all i'm saying is 
if That's I look at Sexton's inability to hold that pace, if I look at Sexton's mental weakness, um, if I look at Sexton's inability to handle the heat, and oh, that's right, we're going to race outdoors. I don't. I'm not very hopeful right now. Mm-hmm. I'll just say the one thing. I think that he gets a couple moto wins. I think he gets a couple overalls. Yeah. But yeah, to everything we've just talked about, he's he's another question mark to me because he could either win the whole fucking thing or he's just going to be on the ground more often than not. Yep. True. Would, yeah. True. I, I don't know. Like I said, would it be cool to see him win? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Because then also we get to see James back at the races yes. again. But I just, I, I can't, I don't know. I've been going back and forth with it because for a while he was my favorite. And then the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, well, let's be honest. He's not really been great outdoors. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he had that flashes last year, but also he was really bad at times last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that whole team is a, yeah, que- a question mark. It's a question yeah. mark. Yeah, yeah. All right. Last team, let's get to this. Last team, Husky, Bark, Bark. Oh, stop uh, it. Well, we got Dean Wilson on that team. Let's just start with him. I, I, 12. 10 to 12. Yeah. You say 12, 12 to 40th? <laughs> eight, eight, 8 to 12? I don't know. Uh, yeah, 12 don't, to 40th. Dino's going to be, you think he battles with Savachi? Oh, I think Joey's way better than Dino. Really? Oh, boy. Yeah. Hot take. Here we are back sucking Savachi off. Bro, he, he pretty much was on that JGR bike, so why would it be different now that he's on a better bike? All right, if you say so. I don't know. It, Dean's another guy. Just I don't know. He's got enough personality off the track. He can just kind of do his thing and, and whatever. Get through the season. And that's all I really have to say about Dean. Anybody want to talk about Dean other than his hot girl? I'm out on it. <laughs> his I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Coach, no, he no, went I'm to not, that department. I don't have anything to say really about him. How about his girlfriend? Yeah, I I don't want to sound like I'm a, a downer on Wilson. I just think that his his ten years run its course. And I don't, you know, whether he goes over to muck off or whatnot, I think that'll be his last straw. But he's given, he's been given every chance under the sun. He's on a very, very good bike. He gets in the way during Supercross. I, I just don't <laughs> see him being somebody that we'll see, you know. I just don't see it. I don't know why. I love the guy. I love his dynamic. I love his personality. I love his Uncle Earl or whatever that, that yeah, yeah. Grandpa Earl. Grandpa Earl was awesome. You know, I, I wish he kept that kind of dynamic up. But in all seriousness, I just, I, I would have to agree with you. There's only 13 factory riders, and, and I see him being in 15th through 20th. Will, will we be surprised to see him in the top 15? No, but he won't do it for more than a couple rounds, if at all. Mm-hmm. And that's a shame because he's a cool guy. And I, I'm, I, this is one nod I will give Husky for doing something smart, is that they're not letting him come back, and they're going to fill that with somebody else. So. Um, I don't see Dean being a factor at all. We won't be speaking much about him. Okay. I agree. What about Ando? Anderson? Yeah. Well, I want Coach to go first because when he was on with Cooksey, and I don't know if he's changed his mind, but he actually – it surprised me a little bit that he sounded he was confident with Anderson. Or maybe I read that that video <laughs> wrong. But was I correct, no, Coach? I'm, yeah, I'm very confident on Anderson. I, I just don't have him in my top three. Okay. Only because he – if we could get the pissed off Jason Anderson coming out telling the AMA to suck it, he doesn't <laughs> care about anything. We would have a guy that'd be battling every weekend. But yep. this, this, what? Before I can put him into the top three, I need the silly season to be solidified. Is he going to Cali? If he's going to Cali, it's new blood, it's a new venue, it's a new scenery. I would put a, a breath of fresh hope in him for next year, not so much this year, because again, he's getting paid good money. He'll ride out the season. Again, I, I didn't have a good season because I know I'm leaving. I'm waiting for that kind of that shoe to drop. 
on the other side, if he's going to stay at Husky and he gets to retain his rock star money and maybe he's super happy. And again, it's, it's such a fluffy comment when everybody's happy, blah, 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 crap. Um, shit. Anderson being happy racing to his ability. Wouldn't be a bit surprised to see him all summer long outdoors. Um, whether or not we're going to see that or not is, is not going to be determined until the season. See the silly season shoes fall into place. And I know that's not a definitive answer, but surprised again that we'd see him up there. Absolutely not surprised to not see him up there. Absolutely not. I, th- okay. I think he, um, I think he has a little bit better season this year than he had in this pre, obviously he only rode the one round, but did win the first moto of the year last year. <laughs> in convincing fashion, too. and we cannot yeah. take that away from him. No, nope. if, if he, if that guy shows up every round, and to coach's point, the pissed off guy, this and that. I, that's right. He's only got one moto win, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, think about it. All the other times he was leading races, and then Eli, when he actually cared, yeah. ran him down. Yeah. Well, think about that Glen Helen race when Ando was up what eighteen seconds. Yeah. And just bulldog beast mode. Tomac showed up. Yep. But they put like. I mean, I might be wrong on the numbers, but I'm pretty sure they were almost 50 seconds out on whoever was in third that race. Maybe. So if that guy shows up, it's going to be even more of an interesting summer. But once again, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan of Jason Anderson, but I, I love watching the guy ride because I think he has insane style. Makes things interesting. I'm a big fan of Anderson. I know, I know you are. I know I like you are. And, and, and it's not that there's something that he does that dis- I dislike. Like, really? It just, I, I don't know. I can't get on board with certain things team fried it's not even team fried it just <laughs> uh, his up and down like do we not know his commitment sometimes yeah. but once again he's a smart smarter guy that people give him credit for he's got other irons in the fire oh yeah, yeah he does. you know with his real estate and yeah you know, he's not hurting if he yeah. quits racing yeah, yeah. all i'll say is, is if the guy that showed up at loretta's won the first moto of the year shows up the entire year this is a whole new conversation as yep. well like this is this is I, oh go ahead coach no i totally agree i guess what concerns me is at the end of the season when he the last two rounds, he he qualified really well, and, and but yet couldn't close it. You know, no. Um, well, if he was on the struggle bus, and so, yeah, exactly. Um, and I understand, you know, he pulled out because of altitude sickness, and, and that's not a surprise to any of us. I guess the thing that surprises me is it wasn't. He didn't seem to lack speed, no. but then when we get into the main event, he couldn't get the start that he needed, and I don't know. It, to me, the same way Sexton kind of shit the bed at the end of the season and kind of talked about, oh, I, I just don't have what it takes. I didn't see the, the Anderson. He's like, yeah, I didn't get a good start. I wasn't able to go through the crowd, blah, 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 blah. That's what concerns me when we head outdoors. And we get into that subject of who's fresh. Yep. Christian Craig's fresh. Mm-hmm. EC is fresh. I don't see Anderson being fresh. I mean, we already know that if he had his druthers, he wouldn't be racing outdoors anyways. He would prefer to go Supercross only. Yep. Yeah. If he if he struggles early, I think we see a faked injury and he just pulls out. But who knows? Maybe if he starts out strong, like I said, the way he did at Loretta's in the last year, if he starts out strong, maybe he keeps it rolling. You know. Mm-hmm. But I just once again, it's crazy to think how much talent we have in this 450 class and how many titles these guys have, but yet how up and down they are and mentally they're not the strongest guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Well. All right, let's talk about my boy here. Yeah. Boo. Oh, boy. Let's get this one and wrap it up. So here's the suck thing. Him off? Here's here's the thing. I, I'm curious if this is the the missing guy in coach's top three. Here's here's the thing. I don't, I don't think so. Here's what I'm very concerned about. That back injury. That bulging disc. As Coach already talked about, 
you don't usually have a bulging disc. So are we lying about the bulging disc? Because I've seen videos of him riding. He's been riding at club. But he looks okay. I mean, Yeah. So were we lying about the bulging disc? Do we have the bulging disc? If we do have a bulging disc. It's probably a little gnarly on that back. Too. Uh, yeah. If we, we have, have, a, if we have a bulging disc, like, what's our, what's our stability here? Are we going to get fucked up real easy? Are we going to, like, case fucking Larocco's in practice and we can't fucking walk? Or, like, what are we doing here? So as much as I would love to be on the hype train here and being like, yo, the Zacco Express, we're pulling out of the station. We're going back-to-back champs here. I'm nervous. And this is where it brings into also that I don't have a clear favorite for this outdoor season because everyone's got something. So I think he gets handled. As long as, as long as the back's good, I think he handles everyone. No, not even close. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. You're fucking uh, stupid. You're so. fucking stupid. There's He's no way. He's got that number one play on his bike. And guess what? Everybody last year was not motivated. Oh, God. Here yeah, we go. Everybody last year was, it was just No, bad. bro. Everybody's no. not motivated. A rookie almost beat him. Everybody was still there. No, there weren't. Not everybody was there. Cooper Webb left. Jason Anderson left. Ken Roxon wasn't there. Eli Tomac didn't give a shit. A rookie almost beat him for the championship, bro. Again, Eli Tomac just started his being one of the guys thing last summer. It's fine. Whatever, dude. No. Showing with his homies. Nope. <sighs> nope. Speed-wise, he is not. No. He's not. I'm not going to take it, him speed-wise over Chase Sexton or Adam Cicerello. I'm not doing it. But again, like you said, they're going to hit the ground at some point, probably. And Zach Osborne's not going to? No. Uh, We're going to manage it, bro. Hey, how's, those, how's that Supercross going? We're managing. How'd Supercross go Supercross, for Supercross, completely different story. Two years We've been in a over row, I've, I've made you look dumb with your comments We have been him. over this. I mean, last year, Supercross was fucking terrible, too. Yeah. And then, boom, we get to outdoors, and we're fucking killing it, bro. And you also we, did have three rounds, three last rounds as well. Okay. And you went well, back that's to fine. back. Yeah, it's no. fine. Nope. If the disc is healed, we're fine. We're nope. going to handle We're gonna handle business. We're going to wrap that number one again nope. around that fucking husky. Wolfgang. He's such a homer. He talks about me, and he is such He's a, a fucking homer. homer. Swear to God, dude. You are such a homer. Yeah, you're welcome. You going on a midnight jog with him? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll run in the middle of the night with Zach. Dude, I'm, we got to keep that blood thin, all right? We want to make sure we're fucking good. I'm sorry. Even if he's healthy, he's not even top three at the end of the year. Wow. That is fucking disrespectful. I do not care. I, <laughs> I don't agree care. With Justin. I don't care. Wow. You guys are fucking disrespectful. I do not care. He is the one champion. I've always said I, I do not like... weirder things. Tomac was not fucking really... I've always said I don't like Zacho, but I respect his drive. I respect how he's a bulldog. His story, everybody loves it. But like I said, I've never bought into it. Yeah, I just he don't understand to- how you can say that. He's going to be... Again, he's the, also going to be 32 years old. If the back is healed, he's, he's also going to be fresher than almost everyone else, other than AC. Didn't he just get back on the bike a few weeks ago? I don't. That I don't know. I don't. He's going to be idea. 32 years old. Yes, he's going to be 32 years old. And at 31, he won the title. Once again, Boom. not a normal season. Look, bro, you want to call Chad Reed and ask him if he feels like he can still win a title? Because he'd probably tell you yes. And when's the last time Chad Reed won a title? Well, I mean, that's a thing too. But exactly. I'm just saying. All right, coach, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I think Zach Osborne's going to be the guy that'll finish second up in the series. Um, he's got zero pressure. He's the only guy on the Husky team that's got a, a deal already sealed up for a couple of years. He's sat out all of Supercross, so he's fresh. And we can't forget how mature this guy is as a racer. I mean, he's been around the world. Um, he knows how to manage a series. I know we keep saying that, but at this point when the depth of the talent gets this thick, it's going to be the person who minimizes mistakes. I say it all the time. The person who wins the the title, even the guy that wins on race day is not the fastest guy. It's the one that can manage and minimize mistakes. I mean, again, that sounds very cliche-ish, but it's just true. 
And Osborne knows how to manage it. Now, million-dollar question, magnitude of back injury, that's to be determined. Lord knows there's strong enough pills out there and shots and stuff uh, that you can mask that pain. And he's got some really good drug doctors that have helped him out in the past. So I think that he's able to manage that, that pain pretty well. So that's why I've got that's why I've got him for second on the series. Um, he's got zero pressure. He's fresh. He's mature. Uh, he won't push the pace. I think AC's got that. I want to win, and I'm willing to rip your head off to do it. And I don't think AC is afraid of Osborne. I don't think AC is afraid of anybody this year. He's raced against them all. You know, there's not that world of the unknown. You've never raced against Chad Reed before. So until you race him, you don't really know what to expect. AC, there's nobody, unless I'm overlooking somebody, there's no one in the 450 class that he's not going to be comfortable racing against and knows he can beat. He's beat every one of them, whether it's one lap at a time or consecutively in a moto. So to me, Osborne's going to be your second place finisher at the end of the season. You've got AC at the top, Osborne second, and Craig finishing third. All right. All right. Boom. All right. Well, you boys want to do your top threes here? To your title are we going? Are we going three? Are we each going three through one and just giving our picks right away? Or are we going around the table each one? No, just just go well, three. Just are, give all three. Are we? Are, are, so is this our coach? Is this like our healthy list? Like, because remember we we have the two lists. So like, I'm I'm wondering, is this your like unknown list or is this just where is this? <laughs> that is the healthy list. My unhealthy list is Sexton, Tomac, and Anderson. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. All right. So. All right. Well, go ahead, Justin. So my healthy list would have to go, uh, and it's crazy because I said what I said about him, but I'm going to have to go Cooper Webb in third because, once again, even if he's not super motivated, I still think that he just he knows how to manage races. He knows how to do this and do that. I think that uh, I think if everybody's healthy, I think second place, God, you know, I wanted to say Sexton, but once again, I just don't think he's got it. Um, I'm having real trouble with the second. My first guy is, is AC. Mm-hmm. I think AC. If it, I'll just go Sexton. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Cooper, Sexton, and AC. Okay. What about your unhealthy list? Unhealthy list. <sighs> Come back to me on that. I gotta think about that. All right, Cole, go with your healthy list. My healthy list, um, third place, um, I, th- I think I got to go Cooper as well. Okay. Um, I think he can just kind of ride around and still get that yep. in the title. Chase, um, my second place guy is tough as well. Um, man, this, this is a hard one. I think second is more uh, unclear I, than first. <laughs> yeah, the second one, the second place is hard. Um, I, I would love to say Kenny, but it, yeah, we know, just don't know. You just don't know. Um, I, I guess I'm gonna I'm waffling a lot here. I, I'm gonna go waffle, with Sexton waffle, waffle. as well, um, just based off his speed, and uh, I'm just hoping hoping he can pull it together and, yeah. and be be smart and back it down a notch. Um, and then, yeah, you you really can't bet against ac right now i think um i think he's my my title pick right now as well just because of going into a second year with some maturity um the way he finally got that win at Redbud and mm. just the momentum he carried after that just yep. started knocking him off yeah mm-hmm. um he's gonna go back to that feeling and knowing like i kicked all these dudes asses last year oh yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, he he's my favorite. And then as far as if uh, like AC gets hurt and Sexton gets hurt, um, some of these guys get hurt. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll go Marv. Well, I just is he uh, was the yeah a, a, a Marv a uh, a Marv. Zach yeah, bar for first or third? third? Oh, this from first to third. I'm going backwards. So you got Marv winning the title if for it's unhealthy. an unhealthy year. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm on right. drugs, maybe. No, no, I'm not saying that's crazy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and then I think, uh, yeah, so Marv winning. Um, I go with a Zach Owen second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Eli just consistently gets fifth and sixth and ends up third, just like the Supercross season. Okay. I know who my unhealthy list, and I'll go third or first. I think my third place would be Frenchie, Dylan. Okay. Rennes. Yep. Uh, my second place would be Eli Tomac. Okay. <laughs> and my first place would be Marv. Okay. This is unhealthy, though. Okay. If everybody, because that's the thing, is, is like, there's a lot of things that are going to have to happen, but let's be real. Like, those three guys, if everybody else is having bad days, mm-hmm. and people go out, AC goes out, Chase goes out, Zacho goes out, I mean, those guys are already going to be, you know, top five, couple podiums. Yeah. But, like, it's not that hard to think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean. All right. There it is. All right. You. All right. So, healthy list. I'll go title, AC. I'll be boring, just like everyone else. But, again, if he doesn't hit the ground, he's got more speed than anybody. Yeah. So, okay. Second place, I'll go with um, I'll go with Zacho. Mm-hmm. If everybody stays healthy, Zacho's second. I think he's just going to bulldog and consistently manage it all the way to the end. But, again, he doesn't have the top-end speed to beat AC. So, if. Everyone stays healthy. AC will beat him straight up like that. And then third place, if everyone stays healthy and in it, I got Kenny at, in third. Because I think Kenny, again, if he stays healthy, if he doesn't wear himself out here, you know, like like we're talking that we think he's going to do, yeah, he's he's top three. He's in the, he's in the talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as an unhealthy list goes, um, I will go with, so I'll actually I'll go backwards for this one. So unhealthy, I'll go with Barsha in third. Oh, I like that. Barsha in third, because okay, Barsha doesn't like get hurt. That's the thing. No, like really. he doesn't. I I he might crash, but he really doesn't get like that hurt. So By the way, yeah. I have him. I thought about it. Fifth in points. Okay, great. We'll get back to that in a second. So unhealthy, I got Barsha. I have um, I have Frenchie. Which one? Dylon, uh, Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Um, and then for oh god, for my title for unhealthy, um, shoot, oh boy, I <laughs> jump, jumped ahead of myself here. No, <laughs> I guess I'll go with um, I'll go with Jason Anderson. Wait, did you go first to third or third to first? Third to first. You just picked Jason Anderson to win a title. Yeah, Holy which is weird. Shit. Mark, is mark it down. In an unhealthy Coach, in an unhealthy year, hell just froze over. It did kind of just freeze over. That's weird. So, I'm trying not to make it boring. Holy like, crap! Like, I wish I Coach had known I us before this. The fact that you just picked I can't Jason argue Anderson with you guys for anything. I can't argue with you guys over Marv either because like he's the same deal. Like if he could if he could rattle off a couple wins and then guys start a dropping and b um. Uh, you know, like AC knocks himself out of a couple couple rounds there, so he maintains that lead. He can maintain himself all the way through, but yeah. whatever. 
Um, I just can't believe he picked Jason yeah, Anderson. Uh, yeah, so as far as Barsha, fifth in points. Yeah, fifth. So I'll go fifth or worse for 20 bucks. I told you. Or I'll go worse than fifth for 20 bucks. I told you, I don't bet money. Don't be a little bit, bitch about yeah, this. Even coach. 20 bucks from the Anstey thing. I do. Yeah, I'll pay you after the first round. <laughs> <laughs> so. Pretty sure he owes us money from Supercross. I probably do. I got to go back and listen to that we, first we show. To keep track of who owes who money. But. <laughs> Anyways, coach, yeah. I, like I said, I wish you would have known us before this year because the fact that Travis just picked Jason Anderson to win anything is freaking incredible. <sighs> yeah. Because this man has been <laughs> shitting weird. on. I don't know what I'm thinking, but This man's been weird. shitting on Jason Anderson since 2018. Hey, it's weird. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. We go. I'm starving to death. It, I'm starving to death right now, so whatever. I don't know. I, I like all the uh, all the different picks we had, though. We were yeah. a little all over the board. Yeah. The only See, the only thing is is that, it, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, that, like I said, I... Don't think anything will shock us this year, if we're being real honest. No. Like, I, if any one of the guys that we picked for wins a title or gets top three in points. It, is it weird that it's that the 250 and the 450 are kind of the same, where there is no, like, clear-cut favorites awesome. that I you can it. be like, yeah, stamp it, yeah, he's got it? let's be real, for the last 15 years in both classes, yeah. like they've, you pretty much have known who has the best shot to mm-hmm. win each title. Start going back to RV on 250s and Stu and Ricky on 450s. Yep. Up through the RV and Dungy and Canard. Like. Well, and then what's even wilder to think about is the guys that we all just said in 450s, they were not the top two guys or even the top three guys in in Supercross. No. Which is weird to think, too. Well, I mean, a few of them didn't even finish the yeah. entire Supercross so, season. I don't know. It's weird. Any Anything else? Anybody wants to... Wants to do the last thing I would have to ask, and this is for everybody. You know, uh, who at the end of the year has the most moto wins? Coach, go ahead. Who has the most what? I'm Mo- sorry, moto wins. Two fifty, uh, two fifty, four fifty. Uh, no, just four fifties. Uh, four fifty. I'm going to say AC has the most moto wins. Okay. Yep. You agree with that? Yeah, I'm on that same page. Cole. Uh, I'm kind of on the, on the same thing. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, <laughs> well, that was boring. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, like the only other person that you could say is speed wise, but once again, he's a bit is is Chase. Yeah. Chase would be the only guy that I would see if everything and he doesn't fade speed wise that could match him. But I mean, Chase could not even win a moto this entire summer. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad we're only two weeks out. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. Because at this point, anything that happens this entire season. It's not going to shock me. No. No, not at all. I just really want Hurlings to race the, the, the Nationals. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just really yeah. want it. I'm going to lose my shit. We keep saying there's no clear-cut favorite, and then all of a sudden it gets announced he's racing. We're and like, we're oh, like, shit, well, we were wrong. out the door. Fuck yep. it. I yeah, don't yeah, care yeah. anymore. So. Goddamn kids. <sighs> all right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Coach, tell everyone where they can find you, because you're like a uh, you're like a media, a media mogul right now. Like, you are everywhere. <laughs> coach for president. I hear Coach on multiple podcasts every week so tell everyone where they can find you look you up check out your stuff go no, for i appreciate it. it guys yeah for all of our moto fans uh please check us out at complete racing solutions.com we've got all kinds of resources over there for you if you're into instagram check us out at complete racing solutions and then if you're into youtube uh it's coach rob with two b's dot uh coach rob beams excuse me on youtube you can find all kinds of things on strength training flexibility concept videos but uh and then of course with our cooks and the totes show so definitely appreciate the opportunity to be on with you guys bench racing is always cool 
uh, not to sound rhetorical and kind of fluffy, but man, how cool is it going to be? We could have 20 different winners, every single race, uh, every moto could be different. And we have so much talent in both of them. And I know they say it every year, oh, it's the deepest field ever, you know, <laughs> but you literally have, you know, the 450 class, none of us would be surprised. It could go every which way sideways and same thing with 250. I think the 250s are going to be very interesting to watch because of what we talked about. So many guys up for, you know, wanting that 450 deal and with a lot of the 450 deals only being one year or the second year is coming to a close next year. You're going to see, I think you're going to see a lot more competitive racing from start to finish because there's so much to show. There's so much to prove. So it's going to be a stellar summer. I'm, I'm looking forward to it and, We'll have to get back together at the end of the season to compare our notes, and uh, you know it, it would be very neat. It'd be very interesting to see how close we get, if, if at all. I have a feeling we're all going to be wrong on so many. Levels. Wow, we're going to look exactly. so dumb, so many levels. So dumb. give some people something to talk about. Yep. By the way, I just want to say to Coach, I went back and I even said this in the group text, so these two can vouch for it. The podcast you did with Jace and Todd Waters. And I literally think out of all the moto podcasts I've ever heard, I think that is without a doubt the greatest moto podcast I've ever heard in my life. Oh, I appreciate it, brother, very much. It was a lot of fun to be over there with those guys. The thing that I respected about Todd was here's a guy that's, you know, the Australian defending champion. He's ridden for teams, you know, that had access to the Red Bull performance facility and the lack of information that he was even provided. And yeah. Not my opinion, but what he articulated during the show. That's what frustrated me. And it's motivated us as a company. When we got back, there's, there's certain things that we've put into place to try to, to bridge that lack of knowledge goes back to coach accountability we're a company that if we get to a point that we've ever ruined somebody's health and wellness at the expense of chasing performance that we will give every dollar back i think there's too many trainers out there if you want to call them that that are essentially burning people at the stake doesn't care if i burn you up use you abuse you because i've got three other in the hopper so hopefully that's that pipeline will start to dry up and people become a little bit more educated at a younger age that don't buy into the the snake oil salesman approach to I've got the magic potion and I guess they really do if you want to get underneath the skin a little bit but in regards to the the element of health and then building performance after that that's what we're all about and uh, I hope we can convey that message in every show that we do and you know if there's a listener out there that's got something that they've been frustrated with can't seem to overcome injuries or illness or performance plateaus you know you don't have to be a paying client email me uh you hit my assistant up jennifer contact at coachrob.com jennifer will partition it off by subject matter she'll send it to me and i promise i'll get back to you personally because i don't want our listeners to feel like a mushroom you know kept in the dark and fed a bunch of bullshit i really want you guys to have the truth of what's going on with your bodies as you try to drop weight get stronger become a little bit more durable and resilient to injuries and hey let's enjoy riding our dirt bikes instead of being on the struggle bus all the time so i appreciate say, all the listeners giving us their time coach's analogies are fucking gold <laughs> <laughs> everything he says whether it be because i like i said when you know I, going into work or whatever 
was listening, going back, went to uh, the Whiskey Throttle show the first time he was on with Jace, the second, whatever, listened to all of them. And his analogies are some of the greatest I've ever heard. And I can't just, I can't stop laughing because it's like nobody, nobody articulates things like that that you can understand. Everybody just wants to, you know, sound high and mighty where Coach just simplifies it for people. Mm-hmm. And the mushroom thing, like, it's fucking gold. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. <laughs> So I appreciate it, guys. It's a lot of fun. And uh, if, like I said, if there's anything we can do to help you guys individually or collectively, just, just let us know, and we'll continue to keep these things going. I definitely appreciate the opportunity to be on the show tonight. Well, hey, well, as always, we appreciate you coming on, man. We, awesome. We still can't figure out why you give us as much time <laughs> as you do, but we appreciate it, man. Oh, we yeah, love it. We love it. No, it's my pleasure, guys. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yep. Yeah, have a good thank night. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Peace. And that's Coach Rob, everyone. Coach Rob Beams for president. Yep. Great guy, so, man. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. We're going to work yeah. on some stuff for the future going forward with him, too. Yeah. I just I just can't wait for the day, whatever that may be, that we actually get to sit down with him in person yeah, and yeah. have a conversation with him. Because like I said, you know, for me, I don't know about you guys, but I've been, I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of the people that I idolized growing up in this industry and talk with them, whether it just be shooting the shit or whatever. But like Rob... I don't normally get excited to meet people, but like Rob is somebody that I actually want to eventually get a chance to meet. Yeah. And have a conversation with. Cooksy gets a lot of heat, but I think it'd be cool to meet him too. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Get them in a setting. I know. I owe oh, Cooksy uh, dinner still. Sales meetings are going to get a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do you owe Cooksy a dinner? Because uh, he's the one that put us in, in connection with oh, Coach Rob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, we, we yeah, at some point when I, make it out of Ve- when I make it out to Vegas, I, I owe him dinner somewhere. Some Take point. a nice steak restaurant. I'll get to Vegas. Yeah, let's make a trip out of it. Yeah, let's at go. some point, maybe, maybe, uh, what's it called? SEMA comes back. Ooh, go out there for SEMA would shit. be cool. You wouldn't, yeah, you guys wouldn't see me the entire day. I'd just be walking around aimlessly looking at shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would be too. I'd be drooling all over shit. I'd be like, yeah, what the fuck was I here for? <laughs> all of a sudden, TLR coding is gonna have like seventeen employees when I get like, yeah, I'm going to SEMA. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, wait, what? what? You, just... you got two more? Yeah. So what? I'm gonna do my hosting duties I got an, here. I got yeah, an, I got wrap, an wrap us up. I'm, I'm wrapping us up like a burrito. Oh, that has really? been another episode really? of the Moto Aftermath Show number one sixty nine giggity giggity and remember sharing is caring and growing is showing so cool thanks for listening guys or watching however you're uh getting our content to you uh we really do appreciate it so once again this will not be out until well this this comes out saying this this comes out the week that (laughs) the nationals start so they're gonna fucking know that so yeah yeah, yeah, we're saying it but if anybody makes it this far yeah but if you are we love you thank you give us a thumbs up Hey, yo, let's do a code word right now because uh, it's the end of the show. Uh, what should our code word be? We'll give away, we'll give away a set of gloves. HGH. <laughs> Gromageddon. Gromageddon? 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 Yeah. Okay. Remember that movie? Bark, bark. Okay. You remember that movie? Yeah, bark, bark. Yeah. Okay. Gromageddon. Co- code word is Gromageddon. Boo. First person to comment down below on the YouTube here because you've watched this far in, you win a free set of gloves. Oh. I have a box full of gloves. There's all sorts of different <laughs> brands, colors, whatever. <laughs> He's going to have to Is wrap that slang the for something else? No. I really have a box full he of doesn't, gloves. He doesn't, My old man calls them gloves. He probably doesn't use gloves. Anyways. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody this time. I don't never. use them. <laughs> 169 giggity. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. So, wait a minute, host. You, you still got to run through those sponsors one more time. Yeah, dude. Oh. Get them usually, sponsor. Get yeah, them sponsor. I didn't know that never was a thing again. at the end. Never again. Never again. Terrible host. We'll see what the people say. Comment down below what you think. Well, they like you more than us, so probably good things. Maybe 
So, again, thank you to our sponsors on board. We are going to wrap this thing up for real this time. Um, so, thank you to Premier Custom Trailers. But before that, let's thank TLR Coatings. They are at the top of the list. And then... Uh, yeah, I don't know why. They haven't spent any money here. Yeah, it's so weird. The, the guys over at JT Cycle. Um, and then the Dirt Bike Depot. Don't the forget. Dirt hyphen bike depot.com don't forget the only other one that's paid us so far i know what one that one is <laughs> just let me let me get there you really think i wasn't gonna go there i was nervous no and he just stroked the that check sponsor recently. of bobby pizza can oh we boy. drop that yet that's not dialed completely okay yet. we're working on bc pizza pizza patrol is on board so uh thank you to them as well so be sure to like, comment, subscribe, SoundCloud, eat Apple, some, anywhere you can find us, and uh, interact with us on social media. Uh, usually Travis and I are uh, talking shit to people or trying to interact with people. So Do as much as I can. So Cool, guys. Until next time. Thank you. Later. <laughs>